What's happening, weirdos? This is Justin Martindale, someone who is a delight, and I always, always, always love running into him. I run into him at the comedy store where he crushes on stage, but then also backstage. He's always just such a fun and easy chat. So, of course, I wanted to have him on the show, and I'm so glad I did. If you don't know him, we're going to play a little bit of his stand-up. We're going to play a little bit of his stand-up comedy right now so you can get a little bit of a taste. So we'll be right back. Here's a little bit of our guest today, Justin Martindale, killing it on stage. A lesbian will keep you safe no matter what. And I have the best. Her name is Denise. (laughs) Denise is an alpha. She is full silverback. When she gets threatened or nervous, she puffs up. And I have to calm her down with a newborn kitten. I'm like Jane Goodall for lesbians. She'll puff up, get really aggro, and I'm like, Denise! Soft! Soft! Oh, sorry. Soft. Denise, soft. Soft, Denise. All right, everybody. Check out Justin's podcast. It's called Just Sayin'. Also, he's headlining across the country. Go see him live. Go see me live, PeteHolmes.com. I've got my Netflix is a Fest show in May, on May the 4th. PeteHolmes.com for tickets to that. That would mean a lot. It's a slightly bigger venue than I'm used to, and I'm really hoping we can sell it out. It would mean a lot. And thanks to everybody who came to Largo this month. We have another one in February. It's almost sold out. Go to Largo-LA.com for tickets to that. And also go to PeteHolmes.com. I'm going to be in Oxnard. I'm going to be in Chicago. Uh, thanks to everybody who came to Irvine, by the way. That was so fun. But uh, Oxnard is next on Valentine's Day. I hope you can be there. In the meantime, enjoy the wonderful Justin Martindale. Get into it. I have a lot of thoughts already about you having a dog. Do you? And we're just rolling. Okay, good. It's not like your show with professional intros. <laughs> Just saying with Justin Martin now. It's oh, yeah. not like that show. You also have to hold your mic. Yeah, I know. Like the olden days. <laughs> just, just like Wyatt Earp. Why is it cold? It's very, It was freezing in here. I turned the heat on. Whew. Yeah. The, the mic is cold. Yeah. No, it's like a stethoscope. I, I like heated mics when I arrive, so. You hate? No, oh, I, you I, he- I want oh, my, yeah, you yeah, I need yeah, a yeah. hot mic. Like a heated steering wheel? You ever drive a car with a heated steering wheel? <laughs> what well, is just a podcast snob? <laughs> just like. You call this a studio? <laughs> Actually, we've gotten that response many times. <laughs> no, many times what, people what have is, been. Oh. I know I say it every time, but I man. feel like Mark Maron would come in here and just start screaming. His but looks, just in general, yeah, yeah. You know, I brought him up at the store the other night. How did that go? It's so sweet mm-hmm. if it goes well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because he came out, he was wearing his little kind of like. Down holiday by the dock, beanie, holiday yeah. beanie, and he—I was genuinely happy to see him, and I, and I brought him out kindly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> you did so much. I did. I well, that's what it is. It's the old patterns yeah. of like I'm gonna win over. I'm not saying he's a Grinch, but he can be a little grumpy or a little prickly. Prickly mm-hmm. is a better a word. A prickly curmudgeon. A prickly curmudgeon. Let's yeah. say I have quite a few Mark Maron burns ready to go. Yeah, that I'll never use unless it gets too intense. <laughs> 
Unless you have to go Because he burns me a lot. Yeah, oh, I know. He burns a lot. But I brought him out, and I was like, he's one of my favorites, and brought him out. I said, happy holidays. And he went out, and he was like, uh, Pete Holmes, but he didn't make fun of me. And I was like, progress. Because I feel like he doesn't see me. Yeah. He And I've said this to him, and I think that might have broken us, broken us through, where I kind of yelled at him in the green room. Not yelled, but like raised my voice in a comedy way, where I was like, I'm not that 28-year-old squirt. Oh, I was there. You were. Yeah. <laughs> I was because there. I hated that. Yeah. I hated that hang. Yeah. I was being traumatized left and right, traumatized by Burr, traumatized yeah. by Mirren. Not try. Burr wasn't like attacking me, but so it was like, me, you, Bill Burr, and Marin and Leslie Jones. I think God, the, the 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 five right there, the five horsemen. <laughs> Martindale, Holmes, Burr, Marin, Jones. I'm the lesser horse, but yes, of course, yeah. No, I'm on wel- my way. You're welcome in that revel. No, I remember revolution. that. I remember that night. Yeah, Who's and it? I tried. Yeah, I really like Mark. I like him. And I want, but I'm trying to get over that people. Are you a people pleasy? I don't think you are. I think I, I think when I first started, I was like, more, oh, I gotta be friends with everybody, and yeah. you know. And now I just don't care because I feel like if, I make the effort for sure. A for F. Yeah. <laughs> is it really A for effort? It's E for effort. Wow, it is. And this it's whole also, time. <laughs> And the three R's, reading, writing, arithmetic? Who wrote this? Fucking Cracker Jack? The kid from the Cracker Jack popcorn? A for effort. They mean a, I'm giving you the grade What illiterate person made that, and we all just was like, oh, he's stupid. Let's just let him have it. There's a great Jim Gaffigan joke. A for effort. How many things are just someone didn't want to speak up? And he goes, the joke is, he goes, the male seahorse has the baby. Yeah. And he goes, shouldn't you just call that the female seahorse? And it was probably like a scientist making a mistake. He's yeah. like, and that's the female, that's the male seahorse. And he goes, it's having a baby. Yeah, the male has the baby. Yeah. Nobody wanted to correct no him. No one wanted so to. So now it's a thing. God, I'm, that that's a fun drinking game, I would think. Things or that are just. Things that, yeah. Well, like, mine is pillage a village. That just sounds like a Viking made Pillager village? Let's go pillage that village. Pillage the village. Excuse me? What did you that's say? That's a mistake. Yeah. Let's p- pillage the village. Pillage the village. That's the fucking king, Blackbeard fucked up. Yeah. And no one, you want to tell him? Well, no one's going to say anything to Blackbeard. You want to tell Blackbeard with those no. floppy boots? No, I don't want to tell Blackbeard with those floppy boots. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. They, they hang over. Yes, like pirate boots. Like you could roll them up, yeah. but they're rolled down. Yeah. It's casual. Can you roll them up, though? You can't. It's soft. Yeah, it's like a soft. It's a flaccid boot. Yeah. And What'd you, you know? call me? <laughs> You're I a just flaccid got boot. That's, the, that's what they say for bottom in England. <laughs> Put it in the boot. No, now it sounds like I'm trying to say butt. My first, said, my, yeah. that's what they say to the bottom. A f- well, <clears throat> the trunk is. This is stupid. No, I, hate I know. This riff. I know. I know. <laughs> hey, a for effort. You know. <laughs> why? Why is that a thing? That's gonna haunt me all year. A for effort. Yes. Well, they're giving you an A for the effort. No, but it's not. No one. A not effort. everyone gets a a I, ribbon, like, a certificate. I, no one. No participation. No. Hugs. F for effort? I like F for effort. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, it is a floppy leather. Tell me why your life is in disarray, and I'm, I'm very happy to see you. I'm happy to see you as well. I'm always happy to see you. Yeah, same. It's always fun to see you. 
One of those Insta friends. Insta friends. Insta friends. That's a new app. An ally. Ally is kind of sounds like I'm helping you fight. Yeah, I know. I just mean like in comedy. Yes. You go, there's friend. Friend. Friendly. Yes. Friendly is better. Friendly friend. I like that one. But you know how like the Air Force goes, it's a friendly. No, I don't know that. Yeah. Do they say that? I think the armed forces go, it's a friendly. Okay. You should know that in case you ever want to come out with your hands out. I should know brother's in the Air Force. <laughs> you should go, it's a friendly. That's what you would say that. to your brother. I'm going to have to call him and see if, like, why don't I know that? What if he's, he's a major in the Air Force? He's a major yeah. in the Air Force? Yeah. Tell Guess me. who's the favorite? Well, that's that was my first question. Yeah. Does that work or is it just like, who cares? Because, look, I'm not saying this is my attitude. Yeah. But I could see a parent meaning this is not my attitude, mm-hmm. saying, big deal, you walked into a recruitment office. Yeah. Like you could see it like, they got you. Or career military, doing it for the, for, for the fucking- Since he was a kid. Captain America reasons. Since he was a Since kid. Since he was a child, my brother, like we're all playing Super Mario Brothers, you know, what other Nintendo games are there? He's playing- Kirby. Kirby. He's playing like F fifteen Black Hawk down, like like Top Gun. He was into it. Always. Born a warrior. Born a hero? Yeah. And I remember getting Born mad. a Hero. Yeah. I said warrior. You took it to the next <clears throat> Straight level. Straight to hero. Guy over his shoulders running out of the out of the jungle. Yeah. Like hell. And like a child. I remember like like Friday nights, you know, your parents go to Blockbuster. Going to Blockbuster, we're gonna rent the new movie, get a game while we're at it. And yeah. be like, Aaron, get the coolest game out, whatever was out. He'd come back with some bullshit, like yeah. platoon airplane game. game. And I'm like, Yeah. Where the where the like the target lines. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we gotta get those whatever that scale thing is. I'm like, this sucks. I don't know. What are you talking about? Whatever, like if you're having to like target snipe. No, like when you're in the air and you have to like target the this sucks <laughs> this, this is just a gay guy explaining the air force there's, you know, a, target. there's a target and you got a launch and <laughs> missiles ready <laughs> allegedly you're, and you're over it over it but he's like made a career out of it older i'm like your brother he how old is he is he's, he older or no younger? he's younger younger yeah younger brother yeah. he's like 37 30 well no hold on and in the family, he won. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we've all won, but like, okay. I have a yeah, sister. Don't, don't put my words in your mouth. They, let's not my say sister he won. has four kids. My other brother is like uh, ex army, like did the tours, all Was that stuff. Was your dad in the military? Yeah. Oh. Meanwhile, professional clown. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think your good dad, friend of mine? Do you think your dad cries when he hears the song every Send day? In the clowns, Send in the clowns. He's just like <laughs> not just a clown, a gay clown. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Gay clown. I thought it is what I mean by I know. I was like, is he going to say a gay clown or just a clown? <laughs> but I don't know. What is the adjective? Give me <laughs> the adjective for the clown. It was your anything. choice. And you did go dry. You My went resolution. pretty dry. Yeah. You I'm went to be fourth a clown. Get to it in the new year. What was 
military dad, a lot of assumptions coming up. Was that a thing? Was both of those things a thing? The clown, we could talk about either the clownness and the gayness, or was it, or is that just a stereotype that's not real in this case? Like a dad that doesn't necessarily want a clown or maybe even a gay clown. You know what? I feel like. What if you were like? You know what? I don't like this conversation. Like it's such an early. I feel cornered. It's an early morning, and I'm like, did your dad? How'd your dad take that? <clears throat> it's fine. Actually, for Christmas, I got a um, a DVD player. Excuse me. Yeah, thirty five dollars. That's how much a DVD player is now. That's how much a DVD, a DVD used to be. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, right. No. A DVD player. Remember, they were like. 800 bucks for a DVD player. Why did you want a DVD player? Because my dad converted all of our childhood VHS into DVDs. So my boyfriend got me a DVD player. So all Christmas I was watching like all these old home movies and I'm just sitting there like, "Ah, ah, ah." what was the feeling like? It was crazy. This Christmas I went to my friend Ern's house and they had a video. It was on VHS though. They still have a video. Oh, they still had it. Yeah. And we put it in and there I was. And it was, look, my family did a great job. I'm just saying it was the age that I was being sort of challenged. Yeah. I get that. But I what was year? Looking, what year was the, what was the challenge? It was junior high. It was like oh, around really? yeah. So what like 10, 11? What how old are you when you're in like 6th grade, 7th grade? I think like 7th grade. 10, 11, 13, 14. My my nephew's 10, he's in 4th grade. Okay, so I was in thir- I was probably 13 years old. I just feel yeah. like it was when comedy really was coming out of me and it was because you know some kids skateboarded i know that sounds stupid but some kids you just want something to do keep you out of the house yeah get your mind and that doesn't mean my house was a war zone i'm just saying like i i was uncomfortable a lot i'll say that so what was and watching it i felt a real oh poor baby about myself i was like oh it's okay You'll be okay. You'll be okay. I, I you did. Did you talk to your younger self? I talked to him all the time. Yeah. Tell me I, your experience. I mean, honestly, kind of the same thing around, like, right into middle school, just this little kid, and I'm just looking at him, and he's just, like, getting in the way, and I remember, that, and, my, and my dad would just be like, just get the hell out of the picture, you know, like, my mom has, Hank like, Hill? just like, get, get out of the yeah. picture, boy. And I'm like, no! You know, oh, Totally. Just a little straight on the China. Just a, I never met. We are the same. I had a camera on me and I was like, Kaka! You know? And he's like, Justin! Like, it's like my 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 brother's like first day on earth, right? And my mom's just holding him and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, get the hell out of the picture. You that know? must be why we're friendlies. Cause that's either totally. your thing or it's not. Yeah. And, you know, I have a five-year-old and I'm I'm it's still to be determined. And I don't have a preference. I'm just watching how she is. Mm-hmm. But then I also have a nephew who's eight, and he's got the. They do the. Little, he's got a little yeah. bit of it. I wouldn't say he has the overflowing shot glass that you and I had. <laughs> yeah. But he's got some of it. Some so of it. And it's interesting to see because you can't. This just sounds maybe self important, but it's like you can't. You can't teach that. That that sort of will bind him to me forever in the same way that you're bound to your young self forever. i know <laughs> it's true so was it sad or was it happy to watch this it was a little sad because like i saw my grandmother and my grandpa yeah and i was like wow and, I, they're rem- doing and great. I remember that <laughs> and they what and they're doing great they're fantastic you know <laughs> they've never been better 
<laughs> I've never had death understood. Like, is that, are they passed? They're, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that was such like, what if I was like, no. Tell me your grandparents are dead without telling me <laughs> yeah. your grandparents are dead. You're yeah. like, it was a little sad. I saw my grandparents. I was like, saw my grandparents doing well. Oh, <laughs> God, gross. <laughs> so were you close with them? Yeah, I was. Sweet. I was. And like my grandpa passed when I was eight. Oh, so no. I'm like, watch, I'm seeing the like, the year and the date at the bottom of the screen and then going, oh, wow, three years from now, he would be dead. That's how I feel watching. So it. a little morbid, it you is. know? Yet yeah, no, buddy. <clears throat> you're, you're watching these old home videos and I'm like, this time in three years, he'll be gone. Yeah. Like no, knowing I just, that. I don't think that's morbid. I was listening to Yacht Rock on the way down. Oh, let's I get into that. <laughs> <laughs> what song? I forget what it was, but... Uh, Oh, how much how much I feel, feel for you, darling. Yep. Which, by the way, if I was following the plot, which I wasn't following that closely, it's one of those like, baby, you're crazy. I'm not cheating on you. The 70s, yeah. Like, where did you... Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's every song was that. <laughs> it is. Totally. Just a mustache, man. There's a little cocaine yeah. in it. Yeah. He's like, I don't know where you got it, baby. I don't know where you heard these rumors, but they're true, but they're not. And the bass player was like, just write a, a yeah. fat song and she'll forgive you. Do more cocaine in the morning. Skip coffee. <laughs> I was, have you seen Daisy Jones and the Six? No. Watch that? that. It's on Amazon. It's a show? It's a show on Amazon. It's like pretty much like Fleetwood Mac. Okay, okay, but it's not. But it's Elvis's granddaughter, Riley Riley Cough, I think is her name. You know I'm talking about. She looks just like her mom. It's crazy. And um, Lisa Marie, Lisa Marie Presley's daughter. Yeah, changed her name. Oh, married someone named Cough. I guess so. Or so I don't know I if think it's you her hold dad. on to that Presley. I don't, yeah, she looks just like him though. It's crazy. But it's like really? set in the '70s, Sunset Boulevard, rock and roll, Chateau Marmont. And good or bad? So good. Really love it. But Do yeah, I, it's totally that like. 70s wake up all right let's write a song and a song where you're saying i'm not cheating but here's the weird but they're all like banging like of course yeah of course yes and then they write a song with the person they're cheating on and then they hate each other on stage and then they're like great job guys it's so dysfunctional brutal but the core okay so the first verse is like you're you're nuts he's like gaslighting her basically he's like "I'm i'm not cheating on you second or third verse he's like well, I've I've moved on. This was years ago. I have a wife now. It's going strong. But then I I kind of tuned out. But then it comes back to and that's how much I feel about you and I'm like, "So you're going to cheat on your wife with her?" Right. So you are a cheater. That's the whole show. That's the whole show. Believe people when they tell you who they are. Yeah. Or but when then, they're singing who they aren't. Well, what I love about that is like before there was internet or like text messaging, all they had was a look. All they had to do was like look across the room and be like, buddy. It was all, how did you look at me? Yeah. That was all. That's why there were so many pans being thrown. Saw you across the room, looked across the floor. I I felt like you touched your hand a little too Mm -hmm. long. Now it's just like blow on a screen, get it real clean, get their (laughs) passcode, and then just read them sexting. Yeah. Then you're like, pretty sure this is getting funky. Send dong. Send dong? Right at the top. Just. Oh, a, a dong. You're Send seeing a dong their song. Pick. Wait, tell me. I was saying you're looking at your partner's phone. You're saying. I'm just saying that's how it is now. Like, it's just, they it's just not get even to, flirting. Not, you just, there's just genitals. Just, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> Here they are. Can I Here's my you, junk. As a not uh, dick pic sending yeah. person, really, 
Really? Yeah. As a not dick sending person. Just how many people are just going on Google and finding a, a dick? Is that a big thing? One that question keeps me up at night. Really? I am fascinated by that. I want to know how many of them are real. Because you could find one that looks like yours. Yeah. I, and, you know I, what I mean? You don't want to advertise <clears throat> on the billboard and then at the premiere. Right, 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 right. It's I don't want it to be like the red carpet, like step and repeat. <laughs> like, it's just you want to be able to live up to it. Yeah. But you, I could. I feel like I could very... In fact, sometimes when I, I don't uh, watch a lot of porn, but when I do, I tend to find I'm looking for a ding-dong that looks like my own. Interesting. Is that not a preference for you? No. Really? I don't think... No. Really? Let me ask you this, Justin, because sure. I don't think you're thinking about it enough. Okay. <laughs> now that I... But now... You're watching it now. Let's just say... Let's just go to the extreme. Uh-huh. It's a tiny, tiny wiener. You're not going to watch that. Fair, yeah. No, but there there actually was one that I was like, that looks like mine. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, there I am. Good for me. Yeah. But I, <clears throat> yes. I feel like guys now who are looking online and looking for fake dicks, they're dick lighting their women. Instead of gaslighting. Dick lighting. And then they're ass lighting you back. Yeah. But it kind of doesn't really matter. It's just like we're sending nude pictures. Can't that be enough? Why does it I have guess. to be me? I just don't know when that all became a thing. I'm not. I don't think that's. Like, when did that become like the hello? You the know what handshake? I mean? You can do that now with anybody. Like, go on Instagram. Go into their little link tree. Oh, they have an OnlyFans. They've got a. Let's go to their Twitter. And then Twitter. Wait, people just send D pics into or just, their Twitter. Just nudes. Just nudes. Just naked. First move? First move, everyone's just naked now in Twitter. Well, that's clear. Rather than subscribing, be a cheap asshole like myself and go to Twitter and be like, there it is. All right, I'm over it. <laughs> no patience for nudes. I don't. But what? aren't in this scenario, aren't <clears throat> you sending the nudes? You're I don't going send to- nudes. <laughs> No. You know what's funny is I think I'm wearing a pair. I am. I'm wearing a pair of underwear that says send nudes. (laughs) With noodles? Yeah, with noodles. That's great. And how how bad does that hurt? (laughs) You're like, (laughs) I think I've lost weight, so I have extra. Good. I'm like, you know, when you get that stomach surgery Uh, and you make a wallet. Oh, yeah. An old pirate boot in the flap. <laughs> you make an old pirate boot. I'm not fat shaming. I'm just saying their skin. Yeah. Or it could just be a, a major weight loss. There's it a could, lot of people that talk about major weight loss, and it's like I got to do something with the skin. You know, make a drum. Try <sighs> that. I know. Rough. Loose skin. So you just got a dog. <laughs> Seems like an edit, but it's not. It was a real life. Like we were in a topic that wasn't great. And then all of a sudden I go, so you got a dog. And the audio kind of changed. That wasn't an edit. But that the was... clip doesn't even. <laughs> it's an old VHS tape. Yeah. Like fucking Cloverfield. So you're, you're, your grandparents are dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it tracks a little bit. I got a dog. <laughs> I got a dog. You see the monster yes. drop in the ocean? Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, I liked Cloverfield. I did too. And I just started watching the Godzilla. I watched all the shows over the break. Because I, I haven't seen so much, so much that a giant monster is the most interesting thing in the world. Yeah, but like nine out of ten of those movies are just fucking snoozes. Oh yeah, They're horrible. Well, the the how do they blow it? I don't know. It's like King Kong too. It's like it should be incredible, mm-hmm. and it's like why am I the most bored I've ever been? <laughs> 
Uh, Jordan Voight Roberts did a good King Kong movie. I like that one. What was that one? It doesn't Skull matter. Rock or Skull Island. Is that the one? I think yeah, so. Skull yeah. Because he, I think he did a good job showing the scale. But most of the time, now it's like once you zoom out and he's just walking with a thing, if there's no reference point, right. it just looks like a fucking bullshit. Well, and I want to see the monster. Yeah. Like, get... Ah, ah. I hate movies where you're like, it's coming. Just come on. That's how I feel about New Year's. They're like, midnight's coming. Ugh. The whole night, everyone's postponing their most fun till the countdown. Yeah. And I'm like, and then you do it and you realize you're the same asshole you were yeah. when you were waiting for it. Same. I, I, We watched New York. I was like, there it is. Yeah. They did it. Yeah. And then... Is there anything that they're trying to manufacture more meaning than New Year's Eve? Oh, New Those Year's. poor hosts going like... Uh, talking to John Mayer, it's already uh, New Year. What can you tell us about the New Year? I did love John Mayer at the Cat Cafe. We enjoyed though. it, but we those questions. It. Yeah, you know what it is. It's I did love that uh, Andy Cohen got drunk and said, "Passed around like a party bottom on CNN." He said that. Oh yeah, passed around, passed around like a party bottom. A party bottom. Yeah, and that is presumably just the designated. Party bottom, yeah, designated to, ass for the party. To, Some people, you know, pass out chips. <laughs> it's a chip and dip. It's a different kind of chip and dip. Yeah, I was like, party bottom? Jesus, God, is this where we're at? It is. I guess, yeah. We're a post-meaning <clears throat> society. I heard they got in trouble for boozing it up, and then last year they didn't booze it up. Yeah. And then this year they only... They it back up. What is the non-Anderson one named? Andy Con. <laughs> the non-Anderson. What's the non-Anderson? Andy Cohen, yeah. Andy. Yeah. Yeah, no, my wife was like, Val was but like. But they only had a shot like every hour. Oh, they were boozing. Yeah, they were boozing, yeah. Oh, okay. I think Andy might have had a little bit before. Yeah. But like Anderson was actually okay. Trying to keep it together. Yeah. It it just feels like daytime radio. To yeah. Me. It's there. What are, if you're John Mayer and someone says, it's already 2024 in Japan, what's it like? What what do you even say to that? That's why he was in a cat cafe. He was like, "Who cares?" And I think that's what's kind of amazing. He was like, "Yeah, I I enjoyed that." Yeah, I don't those <clears throat> those New Year's Eve events show me just how desperate and sweaty and stupid show business really is mm -hmm. when it's unprepared and it's just lights and they're like, "Let's go into the crowd," and they're like, "So how long you been in the waiting?" For shedding my pants since eight in the morning good That's for like, you beverly what? but then i talked to val about, uh, about yeah. it i was waiting for my show to start val was just watching it having a cocktail with her friends and she loved it yeah so really i'm jealous that people can just kind of like let loose and enjoy and i'm out working no where were you tempe don't say tempe oh yeah they get mad they get mad tempe you were in tempe on new year's tempe did you do the midnight i did even though I made fun of New Year's, pretty much exactly what I just said to you. I was ripping into how dumb New Year's is. And then at the end of my set, I was like, I'll be back out to do the countdown. <laughs> oh, gross. And we did it. I was the pass around power bottom. Yeah, I, you were. I was the chip and dip. I was so like, you came out and you were just like, guys, the moment we've all been waiting for. And God love them. Yeah. They were they were into it. Because I did, I did check myself, presumably, after I wrecked myself. Because I was like, who am I to poo-poo yuck someone else's yum if you like new year's it's fine yeah are you into it no yeah i like the i like the thought of like dressing up and going somewhere and but then it's like eight hundred dollars to like sit at a table and then it's like we're gonna give you like shrimp it, and like 
champagne at midnight and you're like okay bad champagne at midnight it's gouging i mean i I was at my friend's house and we just like watched new year's we just went outside and watched all the fireworks and went to bed yeah was it we had some karaoke in the living room which is why my voice is like this yeah how do you feel today i'm kind of out of sorts i'm out of sorts i don't know what's happening yeah what is it katie are you out of sorts what is it? What is it? I, I know. know. This is how we should have started. <clears throat> what is it? What is it? What is it? For real. I was driving down. There's this great Nate Bargatze joke he has about eating a stack of pancakes in the rest of the day. Ooh. He's like sleepy. Oh. And he's like, but he can never put it together that it was the pancakes. He's just walking around and he goes, I just can't get it going. And Val and I say, I just can't get it going. And this is one of those days where I'm like, I just can't get it going. It's weird that we're back. Yeah. Here we, we have are. to catch up. We have to catch up. We have to catch up, and we're like, okay, the holidays are over. Like, I even today was like, we're taking the tree down. I was just going to say. Taking the tree down. I was just going to say, I took lights off the house yesterday because they were falling down. Yeah. And the tree's about to go. The tree is as brittle (laughs) as fucking, it's like got rigor mortis. Yeah. You touch it, and you can hear hear the death. (laughs) Just. You said it. Curb me. Put me Justin. to the curb, please. <laughs> just, I, just, I shouldn't be. Just take me out of the house. Put it on the curb. Recycle me already. <laughs> I'll make a nice book for a child in Florida that they'll ban. Please. <laughs> He's got dreams. <laughs> but winter is the time of death. Mm. Halloween should be in the winter. It, it is sort of. It's like the beginning of the winter. To some, the yeah, some states, yeah. But it's like Halloween is when you're dying, but winter is when you're dead. <laughs> now we're just dead. And you know this. Spring is when life... Spring is sprung. But yeah. you're coming back to life. Pillage right the village. Gonna, spring pillage is sprung. Village, spring is sprung. And we're in this nebulous time where like at least we had Christmas. Yeah. Lights. Even if you don't celebrate, you have holiday lights. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go to the Grove, Jewish, Muslim, atheist, Christian. Everyone enjoys the sprinkle dinkle. Yeah. We it don't have snow. Ch- we're going to put soap. Everyone, yes. we're going to have soap fall from the sky. Yes. Look up, open your eyes, yes. and get soap in your get eyes. Get lie poisoning right to the <laughs> retina. But it just makes you yeah. cheery. And then something about New Year's rolls around and you go, all right, all the just, help is gone. Yeah. Now you're just an ice fisherman. Make it quick. Make it quick. And we live in sunny, sunny ass California. Yeah. And it's still kind of like, like I talk about it on stage. I go, like, <clears throat> we shouldn't be here. Shouldn't oh. we be like in a log cabin? Yes. Listening hiding. to our papa. L- l- listening to Nosferatu, you know? <laughs> like that's <laughs> not Nosferatu, Nostradamus. <laughs> Like, I actually, wait, Nosferatu yeah, a vampire. is the vampire, but how do you blend Nosferatu and Nostradamus? Nostradamus. Nosferam. You can't blend them. Nostrafatu. Nosferatu. It's the same. You should be listening to prophecy. Prophecy. A man looking in a black mirror. Uh, there's nothing I hate more than like the first week after New Year's going back to the comedy clubs and being like, Hey, <laughs> it's the feeling of waking up six hours too early. That's what January is. January's the worst. And if you're listening and you feel this way, and if it's your birthday this month, happy birthday. But January sucks. There's nothing. I can't handle a January. Tundra. 
I can't handle it. December 26th is a bummer. My wife and I still put on Christmas music. It's so desperate. Oh, yeah. It's like you broke up, but you're still kind of, the oh, picture is still your wallpaper. There's nothing more lame than Santa's like- Santa's gone. Let, let him Let him go. Let him go. Let him go. Girl, stop he, it. Move on. Please. Do not text him. He's at the South Pole. Girl, Where? he's on vacation. He does not want to hear from you. Stop. God. Blowing up Chris Kringle. It's the worst. Stop sliding into his DMs after Christmas. He's tired. He doesn't care about you. And he has floppy pirate boots. Absolutely he does. This whole thing is folding in on itself. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you do methamphetamine once? <laughs> I, I'm not just bringing it up as randomly as it seems. Wait, I'm me? Thinking, what does Santa do when he's off? And I'm like, this is when he goes and does a little... Yeah, he's in snow. Tijuana. He's yeah. at a donkey show. He brings his own He's snow. like, I need to get the reindeer like that, you know. Oh, is he watching or is he getting plowed by the donkey? How much time do we have? We have. <laughs> we don't have that much time. I didn't see correctly that you smoked meth. <laughs> Did you smoke meth? Like years ago. One time. Okay, that's good. It was in 2002. I always think about the scene. I think 2002 or 2003, yeah. In Just one time, that was it. No, no, nobody thinks, look at you, you're robust. You're it's robust. Not in the car, not five minutes ago. It does, I, I feel bad for, <clears throat> uh, obviously, all addiction, but especially meth people, because, you know, you look like you, there's a look. Isn't it weird? There is Everybody a gets a look if you do a lot of meth. I suppose if you do a lot of coke, it's not the same. Maybe you get skinny or, there's not a look necessarily no well on cocaine you think if you do a lot yeah well i mean it does stuff to your teeth it yeah does stuff to your skin yeah. in a different way it is it is it's ugh. i really was just trying to say you clearly are robust you look like you've got some sun you're doing great <laughs> so no one here thinks you're on meth read the comments below everyone no martindale on meth no no no, no. that was i mean it was that was one first of all i didn't know what it was Methamphetamine? Yeah. Had no idea. Someone just gave you a little... Someone gave me a thing, and they were like, smoke this. And I was like, okay. Where like are you? Like an idiot, huh? Where were you? I was in Dallas. <laughs> I was at church. I was I was at the mall with Santa. And... Um, you know. No, I was in Dallas, and this guy was like, here. And I'm like, okay. Granted, it was in a light bulb, so that was a little sketchy. You mean it was like one of those glass things? No, it was a light bulb. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> He took the end off the light bulb, and it was just a little piece of like paper in the light bulb. And he was like, we light this up, and we smoke it. And I was like, what is this? He was like, it's called ice. And I was like, ooh, drama. Cold. Ice. It also just sounds like a cologne. Yeah, right. Sounds, or a gum. Try it. It's ice. It's ice. Meth would do... Meth we needs yeah. rebranding. Yeah. You want to try Arctic <laughs> Freeze? <laughs> yeah, give it like a Gatorade. Like, this is um, Cucumber Pepita. You know, this is ice tundra. Ooh, yeah. Ice got you in the door. Uh-huh. And so it was like sold. I always think about the scene in Breaking Bad where Jesse, Jesse yeah. gives the, the cashier meth in exchange for gas. And oh, she's yeah. never done it. And he's like, he says it's cold. That's what he said. Yeah. He goes, it's really clean and cold. What, do you, what was it like? What was meth like? Yeah. Well, the one time I did it, Just it be was the, authority the that you last are. time Stop I did it. Stop saying you've done it once. You love it. No. <laughs> I remember just getting so chatty. 
Yeah. Like we went out and I was at the bar and the bartender was looking at me and I was just like, you ever think about like I was just like 900 miles an hour. Yeah. And so going cokey in that way. Kind of sort of. Yeah. And then going home, not being tired and rearranging my entire yeah, busy body. living space. Like, like uh, moving chest for of drawers. Yeah. Like moving my TV, moving my bed. We like, hired somebody. We needed God. a couch put together and we put it together pretty quick. And we were like pretty sure this was years ago. We're like, I think this dude's on meth because he was. Meth movers. That should be a thing. <sighs> You got to get out of somewhere quick. Hire meth, meth movers. Steroids is to professional sports. Meth As is to the moving To the companies. moving company, yeah. But my roommate came outside and he was like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like four in the morning. And I was like, I just wanted to change it up a bit. <laughs> so but, like a fervor. Yeah. Like an energy. So it's a stimulant. Very. It's, it's something. But then when I finally <laughs> went something. to bed, I think it was like six or seven in the morning. I woke up at like three or four in the afternoon the next day. And let me tell you, like, it was the worst feeling the I hangover. Ever. Oh, it was just. It burnt up all your dopamine or something. Oh, my. Well, that's how it becomes so addictive. Because you got to get it back. You got to get it back. Got to win it back. So, like, right when you do it, the one time you do it is you're already hooked. Really? Because it's already in your system. So, how did you go around that? Sweat it out, boo. You did it. Oh, yeah. I was like, never again. Again, no disrespect to people that can't do that, but it's remarkable. Yeah. That's admirable that you did it. Oh, I was. You had a conscious moment where you were like, uh oh. That was something I should not have done. And there was a moment of self love where you were like, this is a crossroads. Yeah. And I'm going to hurt now. Let's not do this installment plan. Let's do the withdrawal now and never do it again. Yeah. Good for you. And I was just like, nope. Never, 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 never. And what it was did you just do? I, I, you just sweat. I yeah, I just remember how I felt. Yeah, just like I mean, you feel like the worst hangover ever. Plus, you're just your body just feels dead because yeah. <laughs> you're just like, uh, yeah. And I just remember the sweats and the head and the pulsating and just like all of it, just like, uh, yeah. And I was like, I'm never, never doing Good that again. So. Going back to your parents, then. So I got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not even the dog. Because there's a reason. We'll get to the dog. <laughs> this episode is brought to us by our friends at Ritual. For years, guys, I had gaps in my diet, nutrient gaps. Whenever I went to the doctor for my checkup every year, they told me all the things I was deficient in. Thank God I found Ritual, the simple, traceable, gap filling once a day multivitamin, which is better than multivitamins I've tried in the past for so many reasons. First of all, I fast, so the fact that Ritual is gentle on an empty stomach is huge. And the reason for this is that it doesn't start breaking down until it's in your low intestine, which is also where nutrients can actually be absorbed. So it's gentle on your stomach, but it also gets into your system. So if you're like me and you've taken multis in the past and you get the feeling that you're just peeing it out and your pee is bright yellow like predator blood and you're like, this is a waste, Ritual has got you covered. They figured it out. And men, guys, you need this more than ever. You want Ritual on your team to fill those gaps with 10 key nutrients. According to the CDC, fewer men than women meet the daily minimum for fruit and vegetable consumption and are more likely to overvalue exercise and undervalue nutrition. So get Ritual into your life. I've been taking it for years. Every morning I take Essential for Men. gets me ready to start my day feeling confident that my body has all that it needs. And I take their Symbiotic Plus for my gut health 
which of course your gut is like a second brain. You got to feed it. It's huge. Ritual is vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, and major allergen-free. So get essential for men. Quality multivitamin from a company you can actually trust. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash weird. Start Ritual or add essential for men to your subscription today. That's ritual.com for 20 slash weird. <laughs> ritual.com slash weird for 20% off. This episode is also brought to us by our friends at Next Evo, my favorite CBD. The new year is a perfect time to move on from things that just aren't working in your life. With Next Evo natural CBD products, oil-based CBD can be one of them. You know I love CBD to relax, to recover, to deal with stress, or to help my sleep. And CBD is a plant-based game changer in my life. But not all CBDs are created equal. Oil-based CBD doesn't mix well with our water-based bodies, so you absorb as low as 6% of the CBD on the label. 6%. Next Evo Naturals has figured this out. They developed a clinically tested, water-soluble form of CBD, and their gummies and capsules are proven to work faster and absorb four times better than oil-based products. Their stress gummies are a life changer for me. I have them in my travel bag. They're in my cupboard. They help me manage and cope with stress quickly and effectively. It's so wonderful to have something plant-based that is good for you, helping you manage stress that is natural. And now, try their strongest gummy ever, the new Extra Strength Daily Wellness CBD gummies, which customers and I personally love. Or try the all-time bestsellers, their stress gummies, which I love. Or dissolvable powders, which I've just started adding to my smoothie in the morning, especially after a workout to aid in recovery. So leave oil behind and start the new year with a more effective and fast-acting CBD from Next Evo Naturals from Next Evo Naturals. Get 25% off any order or up to 60% off as a new subscriber by using code WEIRD at nextevo.com. That's 25% off your order or up to 60% off a new subscription at nextevo.com with promo code WEIRD. Back to Justin. I love this. I feel us coming. I, I, this is a great episode, but I'm, yeah. you're bringing life into me and I really appreciate it. But to go to your parents, it seems like not that it would be their fault if you did just start smoking meth, mm-hmm. but like you, it seems like you have a good foundation. Yeah, good. Was your childhood good? Yeah, because that, not to be a stereotype, there are people with great foundations that that are addicts in their DNA and it's a disease and all of that. Yeah, with full respect. But if you're in the, if you have the agency to make a choice, I do think you lean on like, was were you given a foundation, and mm-hmm. and so your parents were there for you they were there yeah um yeah they kind of just let me i knew right from wrong for the most part and i just feel like i i don't know i felt like i dealt with peer pressure differently when i was a kid what do you mean i don't know i just felt like i always wanted to fit in and i always wanted to be um not cool but i just I never had a specific group of friends. I was kind of like a social butterfly. Like I had different groups of friends. Way. The Every... jocks, the nerds, the band kids. Like, yeah, we're we're friendly. So like if someone was like, Justin, do this, I'd be like, all right, I'll do it. You know, or if like, oh, I don't want to do that. Give it to Justin. Like, oh, wait. Okay, so now we've, we've diverged. Meaning if there was something wild to do, you would do it? Yeah. So that's what you mean. Like you were kind of strange when it came to peer pressure. Yeah. And I also didn't really... I wasn't around drugs. Like I knew what weed was and I knew what like alcohol was, but I wasn't like a big like cocaine or, you know, meth or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. 
pills. What were the wild things? Then? The wild things. What did they want you to do? Who the, the the friends that are like get Justin to do it? Well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't never really that until like I got out of okay. my hometown. Then it was like, oh, now you're the little fish in the big pond. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, but what were they? What how, when you were the social butterfly with all the different groups? What were you known for? Like, I would you know I would drink and uh, uh, I, I mean I would I would smoke pot, but nothing nothing crazy. I wasn't like one of those kids who showed up to class. Yeah, like fucked up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Looking back, I never it never occurred to me when I was in high school, but I'm like, oh, they were drunk. Yeah, I had friends who were like on um, God, what what did they do? I had friends who did coke. I had friends who, but I I never did that in in school. Yeah, I was just kind of like, mm, no, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little dangerous to me. Yeah, but then getting out of it and be like, come on, don't you want this? And like everyone's looking at you, you're like, okay. And where are we <clears throat> in the country? Where Texas? Were you raised? In Texas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where you did math? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy because right above Dallas, there was a, a town called Plano, and they had like a huge like heroin problem. Yeah, the like whole, back in the, the early two. Yeah. Yeah. Where kids were just like at parties, house parties, and doing heroin and dying. Yeah. So it's just crazy that I was just like, wow, why, why did I not you dodged see that? Yeah. yeah and yeah. now it's just so scary. Like, I don't want to touch anything anymore. Yeah. Because it's all, no, I know. <laughs> I'll kill you. No, I know. It's we've we've lost people in the past couple of years because of that. I've never heard a convincing reason why drug dealers are putting fentanyl in things that... Because it's not free. No. I've heard that they do it to a, a rival's drug supply to get them in trouble. Yeah. But I was like, that seems very brutal. And how did you even do it? It's so It's like. And why? I don't know. It's It does seem incredibly brutal. Yeah. I know. I mean, yeah, we've but, lost Betty White. We've lost. Um, <laughs> Betty was a. <laughs> that's a new rumor. Fentanyl. Yeah. You didn't hear about that? No. Yeah. That's a that's a fresh. That was just her street that's a fake name rumor. Too. That's a fake rumor. Nobody quote that. That is pretend. Yeah, that's insane. So, okay, I don't want to presume, but we going back to the military dad. Yeah. I I love all meaning I don't mean to be obvious and talk about coming out, but I one of the reasons I'm drawn to it is because every person, gay, straight or otherwise, has to figure out who they are. And, and come to terms with it and present it and uh, negotiate with their reality and, and be born anew. So that's why I'm drawn to those stories. I, I don't mean to assume it was one for you. Maybe it was very simple. But I'm getting like military dad, military brother, uh, and then Texas. Was it as interesting as that kind of sounds like it might be? Um, oh, like me coming out? Yeah. Um, like when, when did you start putting your own story together? I mean, I I always kind of knew, but it wasn't talked about. And when it was talked about, it was evil. It was dangerous. It was against God. So you always see these like... Oh, you were raised religious. Oh, but yeah. I mean, Texas, you know, for yeah. sure. So, I mean, there were those nights where it was like, you know, you always see them in these like new LGBT movies that are coming out and stuff where the kids in bed like, don't make me gay, don't make me gay, like yeah. praying. So there were a couple of those. And then just kind of like... Wait, you did that, you mean, or... Oh yeah, really? Oh for sure. What a nightmare. Yeah. So how? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know, that's what we did. See, Just... <clears throat> I remember being pre-sexual, but being so sort of conditioned, like by 
you know, family members being like, you got a little girlfriend and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Well, that, so I you, mean, that was the mm, same. Yeah, of course. But meaning I can't tell you when I realized I was really straight. Yeah. What I'm saying. That's hard for me to pinpoint, but somewhere around junior high, I'm assuming. Like with, that. They, oh, that you're, yeah. I knew, yeah, I knew things were, were, uh, different about me. Definitely. I want to say like fifth grade, sixth grade going yeah. into that where it was like, you know, you're looking, you know, you're looking at all the girls and you're like, wait, I'm supposed to like be into them. And then you're looking over at your like guy friends and you're like, <laughs> okay. So I would always date like the frumps. Yeah. Don't say I would always I would. date the frumps. Like the girls that like, you know. Don't say it was I would safe. always yeah. date the frumps. So I'd be like, <clears throat> cute, handsome Justin with. Shannon over here, you know, and she's like, you know, with blunt bangs and a bob and a mustache. And I'd be like, I love her so much. She got me a teddy bear from the um, Fuddruckers. <laughs> yeah, you're um, looking for all these like circumstantial mm-hmm. things to like them. It about. was safe. It yeah. was like, yeah. And, and it then, wasn't going to go anywhere. It wasn't going to go you anywhere. You know, as a straight but religious person, <clears throat> I would also want to date the people that... I didn't want to date someone fast. Yeah. Or, that's such an old di- phrase. But you know what I mean? I didn't want to... I wasn't actually looking to have sex. In fact, I remember being like, why go on a date? Nothing's yeah. Nothing's going to happen. I'm yeah, not my gonna... parents are dropping me off and then picking me that's up. That's what I mean. Gross. You watch Say by the Bell and he's yeah. like, I'll pick you up at six. I'm like, how? For what? For what yeah. and how and where are you going to go and how do you what, are we gonna go money? sit at a movie and and be quiet? God, it was the worst. It is the worst. And I remember like getting into high school, things started to like change for me because I really got into into theater, and that was kind of my sport. Yeah, because I felt like because um, in Texas we had like competitive like theater was called UIL it was like all it was the arts it was like you know speech debate theater and all that kind of stuff so it was like really competitive (laughs) competitive theater compete with theater with with plays like you would have you have like 40 to 45 minutes to like it was called one act I just watched Amadeus yesterday Uh and they would do that in in Mozart's time yeah where they'd have two act plays in one night and they'd vote on the winner so I do this This so it was like that it was like it was um uh you had a very minimal set and you had to like decorate the set. Every school had the same set and we had to like configure it and make it look like the, the wait, you mean you had the same blocks? You have the same blocks, like Minecraft. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. And it's like, do something with this, do something this with is this. Very cool. make, it was really cool. And you had 45 minutes. You could be disqualified. If you like cross the line early, if you went over, you could be disqualified. Like, and there was like, best. you mean if the play ended before forty five minutes? If the play ended after forty five minutes, but could it would you be, be a little shy? You could be a little shy. Yeah, oh, okay. you just had to make it through. And okay. like, yeah, it was like real technical. I mean, it was like a marathon. Like, go, 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 go. And it was, it was it's so like much fun. Twenty four hour film festival. It was great. And yeah. like, you'd go to state, you get a, a trophy. Jared Padalecki and I competed against each other from uh, Supernatural. Oh no way! Uh, yeah, so he's a Texas guy, and I remember he and I were like one year we were like. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to be this actor this year. And then he won. And I was like, okay, well, let's see how that works out for and you. And were you the shining? 
star were you good at it yeah 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 you found your thing that was my thing yeah and so like i dated like a lot of like girls like hot girls and then <laughs> because you were hot shit in the theater I was department. hot shit yeah and then you get and then you leave and then you're just kind of like all right now i guess i can be myself i don't want to make i'm just asking you as a person uh-huh. not to be the spokesperson but why i was drawn to theater straight guy Gay people drawn to theater. Is it just, it's, it's got to be less about sexuality. There had to be gay people that aren't drawn to theater, but something about like, what is the draw? That's what I'm saying. For you, what was it? like? Oh, I think it was just like escapism. Yeah. It was imagination. It was storytelling. Yeah. But don't you think, I guess what I'm saying to draw the line <laughs> there, there's something about repression of all types. And I made this joke, I probably made this joke a billion times, but I'm like, as a fundamentalist, I felt like I had to come out as straight. Like mm-hmm. I had to come to terms with the fact that I was deeply horny. Yeah. And I had to repress that. And then repress everything, repress ugly feelings, anger, greed, rage, lust, all that stuff. So then you see the theater and comedy and improv yeah. and all these things. And you're like, this is a place where you can like, like mask work. You can go up and be a little devil. And be a little different. And everyone's like, oh, he's just entertaining. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or I could be that. Yeah. I could I could be a guy impersonating a a woman. Right. I could be a guy impersonating, you know, someone with feminine characteristics. And to have the license to do that. And they're like, oh yeah, he's just uh he's so funny. He's just, you know. I would yeah. I just watched the Little Richard documentary. Did you see that? No, but I mean girl. Girl. (laughs) For real. That was in like the 50s. So it's just such an, again, I'm not making you the gay authority. I'm just talking to you, Justin. It's very interesting that this history, that our country has been so tight. Mm -hmm. You know, puritanical roots, all this stuff. 1950. Yeah. Racism is at McCarthy era. Yeah. Communist paranoia. Did you watch Fellow Travelers? No. It's it's probably a little too much. For me? Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's like... (laughs) It's well, I mean, Tell I me. don't know. It's 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 Jonathan Bailey and Matt Bomer and they play these um guys who work in DC during the McCarthy trials where it's like communism and yeah. homosexuality is a sin and the raids and you're getting into like Milk and his uh, Harvey Milk's assassination. You're getting yeah. into the AIDS epidemic and you're just like, "Holy shit, this is how it was." Like Heavy. two guys on the street just like we don't want to be seen together. It's like uh, they're, what? They're two gay men. <clears throat> yeah, but one of them's married. One of them is, yeah, uh, from Catholic faith. And but then look at Little Richard, right? Yeah, it's not a new thing. Uh, we have a million examples now. But wanting to see a gender gender bending, can you say that? That's yeah. not like an offensive thing. No, but like exploring the vagaries of gender. It's offensive. I just um, got a I got a tweet <laughs> that it is. Yeah, you have access to an app yeah. that I don't have. <laughs> Just a red alarm goes off. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Pete Holmes is canceled. Hashtag New Year's 2024. Okay, well, but gender this bending. has been fun. Yeah, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I look up and you're just gone. The mic is ice cold. But you know, playing with the the definitions of gender goes yeah. back to Little Richard, and we goes back to like it goes way Greece. way before that. Yeah, Rome. Yes. Like yeah, but then. What's more fascinating, Little Richard isn't that fascinating as much as the embracing by straight white squares. Nerds. That fucking love it to the point where you're like, 
oh, they need it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a weird jump here, but in the way that the most square person in the world, just picture the most meek, quiet woman living in Vermont and she doesn't cuss and she doesn't chew gum because it's crass or whatever, oh, yeah. goes to bed at night and has a dream that a flying dildo spaceship is chasing her on a planet and the ground is tapioca. Meaning we need expression. Uh-huh. We need art and we need that art to be loud and bright and absurd even i'm not saying little richard's absurd but we want to be like yeah craving it like sunlight so you when i'm watching all these like there a lot of them are racist and all of them i'm gonna say all of them are homophobic yeah (laughs) except the ones that are maybe you know closeted but you're going to see little richard and we all look the other way on it you know what i mean like i mean that's all of them Elton John. Liberace. But what is this? It's, it's, I, again, I'm not looking to you to figure it out. I'm just saying like, well, I'll tell you how what it fascinating. is. It, and what is the new one? Who's the hot guy? You know who I'm talking about. He's always shirtless. I'm going to look so stupid. No, no, no. Who, who? He's a huge pop. Who's the biggest male pop star right now? Oh, uh, male pop star. Oh, God. Don't quiz me because I'll, I mean. Harry Styles? Harry Styles. Yeah. Okay. Is, is, is another Woo. kind of sim. I, I, I haven't seen five seconds of Harry yeah. Styles, but some you know, in the Little Richard documentary, they, they Prince is another one. Like Boy we, George. We fucking, I'm going to say it, we need it. And we've always needed it. And just like how a Thanksgiving dinner, uh, you know, the family isn't acknowledging someone is gay, someone is trans, someone is whatever it is an atheist it doesn't matter but someone's an other and we all ignore it and that's so painful but we even do that culturally the homophobic racist who loves little richard like you you have cognitive dissonance is part is like the most american thing in the world (laughs) what i think yeah and i think that's the sad part about everything is like i feel like you're supposed to question all that stuff i want i and i feel like that's what's so great about life is that it takes you out of your comfort zone. You know, you're, you were talking about the lady in Connecticut who's yeah. dreaming of dildos and yeah. like, and can't help it and can't help it. And that would break my heart if she woke up and was like, there's something wrong with me. Yeah. I'm broken. Yeah. I need to go to therapy or go to a priest or yeah. like, no, you just, you just had a dream about something, right. you know, it's right. like, explore that. Like, well, it doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you it's yeah, totally uh, normal, but yeah. there's not enough people saying that it's yeah. normal. Yeah. That's where the other hot theory that I'd love to get your take on is how much is like homophobia, transphobia, even just like sexually free people of all types, <clears throat> and there's hate towards that. And I'm like, how much of that is jealousy? How much of it is girl? Girl. Right? I think so many things go down to why can't I shimmer? Why can't I shine? You see Elton John literally in a sequin mm-hmm. thing and, you know, the guys in my dad's barbershop, mm-hmm. not necessarily my dad, but would be like, look at this fucking yeah. whatever. And I'm like, don't you want to twinkle? I want to know. Why not me? I want to know why. Where's my cod piece? Yeah. Where is your pirate you boot know. cod piece? <laughs> I want- Where's your Ren Fair cod piece? It but looks, here's, I'm going to say something. Yes, tell me. Why does Dave Chappelle talk about trans people so much? Tell me. I, yep, I, I, I did not enjoy. I just put it on yesterday. Why? 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 Tell me. Tell me why. Tell Backstreet me why. Backstreet Boys, let's you go. tell me why. I don't know. 
I don't know. And it it blows. Oh, you think it's doth protest a little too much? Doth protest. Why are you so fascinated by okay, a demographic uh, of people that is just uh, statistically is a very small group? Yeah. I mean, it's it one could thing. be it could be bigger. We don't know, but like we're saying, it's not a lot of people. But there's an obsession. So obsessed with it. If he were a preacher, mm-hmm. we would immediately say this person. You know, the guy that's like, gay people are the worst, is always caught having an affair. The youth pastor in Oklahoma. Right. Oh, there it is. Like That's an interesting idea. It blows my mind, and I'm not saying anything. It's just, I look at it, it as... funny that because he's Chappelle, we have to be like, ah! Like, I don't I, care. I, okay, go ahead. I don't care. Like, ugh. Great. You smoke on stage. It's 1987 again. You know, like, I don't care. <laughs> tell I don't me, care. Tell me everything. I don't well, live in I'm fear not, of these people. I'm not saying anything meaning you're going like something else is going on. It's There's not- something else going on and I don't understand it. And I feel like it's just like fueling this fire of like machismo and anger and bullshit that we all are trying to move on from. But right. it's just still yeah. something there that needs to be talked about. Yeah. I and then agree. somebody pulls out a phone and he cancels the show. Really? Yeah. That happened? No, over the weekend. Yeah, I'm just saying. Wait, over. The, tell me what. Tell me what your reference. He are. was he was performing on stage, and he saw some guy with a phone, and he just walked off the stage and didn't go back on. Really? Yeah, because it would leak. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it just it just breaks my heart because it's like when you're that infatuated with something, and you're like baiting it and making it negative and these people are just trying to live their lives yeah and also i mean i'm not breaking any new ground here but these are people that are at risk yeah for self-harm always yeah Yeah. that need more help yeah i do i do see i'm i'm watching somebody that is a master chef has the potential to cook a really interesting dinner kind of serve up some some white castle like like that's how it feels to me (laughs) and and you do kind of go like why yeah like really, why? And you're kind of saying I just don't get it. I'm like it's it's just like I feel like if you just embraced people with differences, you're just expanding your audience and your reach. Right. right. You know, it's like I could not imagine going up on stage and pigeonholing like a demographic of people yeah and just running with that and having people look at me and go well that's okay right he can do that like what right <laughs> oh well it's comedy it's comedy it's comedy oh, okay okay but when does it stop being funny right like well i'll give you an example a, a counterpoint right i used to get very up in arms where i was like if you're doing jokes at a comedy club about drunk driving mm-hmm to a bunch of people who are drinking, and a large number of them are considering driving home drunk. And I, and this was a very common closer. I've, I've made this point before, forgive me. But it's like, they do this joke. I, I would watch it. More than one comic. It's it's like it's like a freebie joke a lot of road guys do. Yeah. It's like, remember, if you're thinking about driving home drunk, they can't catch us all. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would be sitting there going like, buddy, you ever get a little caught up in how sliding doors reality is, how vulnerable we are to everything. Uh-huh. This conversation 
will change your life. I don't mean I'm going to blow your mind and change everything. I just mean if I decide to be kind to you or unkind to you, the ripples of that, and I know this is so boring, it sounds like we're stoned, but it's actually the most interesting thing in the world. We are affecting each other. Yeah. We are here to either take care of each other or hurt each other, and words can be murder. Mm-hmm. And words can lead to murder. Mm-hmm. And words can lead to death. And I see jokes that are like unconsciously or, you know, meaning indirectly supporting domestic abuse, in indirectly supporting drunk driving. So that example, I'm like, this isn't a joke. If you're drunk and an alpha position, a loud, lit, onstage, glorified person, tells you they can't catch us all, that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I don't have the evidence, but I'm like, I remember what it would be like to be drunk, and I remember what it would be like to listen, take that as advice, yeah. and then maybe be more like, I'm going to say for me, definitely be more likely to do something I wouldn't have done. God, I can't get this all. It's almost like you're like extending the show. Right, right, He's right. right. <laughs> They're not going to catch me, but that brick wall will. In the same way, you see the <clears throat> correlation I'm making is like, if you're saying things to an at-risk community that's already, you know, hurting, yeah, that does have an impact. Of it course is, it, it does. It's very interesting to me, too, because it's like, I'm not saying that I'm like some sensitive pussy, whatever you want to call me. It's like, I know I go up, we bring each other up, all this stuff. I'm still getting brought up to like... You know, keep it going for Justin. I don't know about you guys, but I think he's gay. Is that I love collecting this data yeah. and getting it out there. The like, please stop these kind of jokes. Yeah, data. Yeah, that, so thank I mean, you for sharing that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that. No, 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 no. But I mean, it's like that. But that's not me going. How dare you? No, I'm right. like, right. They know. What are you doing? Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, right, right. Cool. But also, are you trying to like belittle me for having a good set? And of you're, course. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, of course. It's like, it's like, say if it was. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, of course. It's, it's like, like he might have done better than I did. It's like, say if Eliza went up or something, and I'm not comparing myself to Eliza at all, but like, say if Eliza did go up and then someone went up after Eliza and they're like, keep it going for that woman, everyone. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think Whoa. she has a vagina. Yeah, she's yeah. got a vagina. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, it's just very like, come on. Right. Right. So well, that kind of ties into the Chappelle-ness, meaning when I see it, I see someone who's a wound or mm-hmm. crossed a bear or whatever. The, the, I look for in myself the lines that like, you cross this line and I hate that I even have them. Yeah. But I'll give you an example. It's like, I can't feel ignored by Val. Like if Val is ignoring me and I'm feeling vulnerable, I'll get really, I'll turn into a little baby. Like I'll start like, looking for attention and I I really had to check that. I was like, what am I doing? In the same way, I I sometimes get really worked up going like, I I sometimes get the feeling I'd be more, I'd draw, sell more tickets if I just embraced it and became Mm -hmm. a clean comedian. Then I was like, I have this very hot ember in me that goes, no, I was raised religious. I spent so much of my life suppressing how I really feel and doing that like isn't, I was being an observational comedian for the first 25 years of my life. I don't just mean on stage. I was just living a life like, hey is a funny name for straw. Hey, (laughs) who named it that? And like inside I was confused and scared and angry, all of the feelings. So I have a chip on my shoulder where I go like, I am doing, you know, I don't want to flatter myself, but when I think of myself as an artist, it's because I go, 
if I feel it strongly, I'm, I want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And that's a non-negotiable for me, even if it means it, I'd be doing better commercially if I would just do hey jokes or whatever it might be. So that's my chip. When I, when I watch Chappelle, I try, I'm trying to have compassion for everybody, including him. And I'm going like, he seems to have a, a, a chip that says, no one can tell me not to do something. It's almost like a kink. I don't mean it's sexual, but it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's irrational. And there's an overcorrection of if we say, don't do jokes about that, he really like, you can see Wants him on a hill do. with a flag yeah. and like a, a purpose to be like, you know, he gave that talk at his school and he was like, that's the point. It's like, no one can tell us what to do. But it's like, it feels like a psychological need. Mm -hmm. And that's me trying to understand it. Cause I'm like, there's no other, unless it is some like doth protest thing, but there's no other explanation. Again, I'm not trying to defend him. I'm saying, no, like, no, no, no. That I, seems we can to have be that discussion. Where he's from. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because it's like, I, I still don't like it. Yeah. But I also don't want to shut anyone out of my heart. I don't want to be like, well, he's a fucking. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I get it. It just, it, and I feel like everyone can be a fan of somebody. And I, you know, I, I can admire Chappelle in my own ways, but it's like, I'm just, you know, or the, uh, uh, the other big guys, you know, who I feel were all kind of like nerds in high school themselves well, at one point. That's what's so strange. And now they're like these like alpha, like they Titans, you know, become the thing <clears throat> that bullied them into becoming the thing. It's so fascinating. They got bullied and othered so hard mm -hmm. and felt so unsafe that they built an Iron Man suit and became as strong and as shiny as they could be. Yeah. And then they it's, and can fly over masturbating and everyone's going to be like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Give it to us. Yes. Yeah. And but then you use that strength to go back and like bully the people the lower the lower people yeah so i just i know that in my head and i just never want to be that you know it's honestly i mean we're talking about power yeah we're talking when you talk about kind of like losing touch or whatever it's like power corrupts and there's no exception to that mm -hmm. meaning what else would happen i guess but but i do stay up at night thinking about like what you could what you could do one thing would be not to talk about it <laughs> imagine i would never talk about something that i was never like did not have any knowledge about right you know what i mean so it's just weird when i hear anybody talk about like, I would not go up on stage and be like, Jews, am I right? I'm not right, Jewish. Right, right. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I know Hanukkah. I know the yeah, holidays. I know the hat. I know my friends. I know the hat. I'm not Let's one to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to engage with. Like, Justin, you know what it is? You ever get, sometimes I'll get in a cab. Mm -hmm. This this happens. And sometimes because I'm white, <clears> which is <throat> fucked up, they'll just assume I'm down for a racist joke. God, really? Yeah. That used to happen in New York. Some guy would be like, duh, this neighborhood used to be different. I'll tell you. And you're like, oh, oh, here we go. But even worse, and what these kinds of jokes remind me of, whether it's Chappelle or anybody, yeah. is the kind of jokes that people tell you after a show when they realize they know you're a comedian and they're like, I got one for you. Oh, yes. And yes, if yes. someone imitated someone with a physical disability walking, I would be like, oh, yikes. Yikes. Like that would be like I like I I'm a people pleasy person, but you'd be like I, I, that's that, that's not for me. You know what I mean? Please stop. But like it's weird when 
that's to use all of that influence and power to kind of u- do it as like jokes people tell you after the show. Kind yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Does that do you relate to that? Oh, oh, absolutely. I remember one of um, I remember being in Las Vegas with a friend of mine. <laughs> And we still joke about it now just because the situation, it was just so, we wanted to go to like a really shitty diner, like one of those gross, like Vegas off the strip diners with just bric-a-brac and not a Cracker Barrel, but something below, like five below a Cracker Barrel. Wow. Five below a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. And this was like right when um, Raider Stadium, all that stuff kind of just opened up and so we're like, wow, Vegas has really changed. It's all expensive and shiny. And our waitress came over to us and she had blue eyeshadow, garage doors, blush, lip, teeth. Like, blush. yeah, like the whole thing. And I was like, oh my God, she's everything. I need to know everything about her. And she came up to us and she's like, what are y'all doing in Vegas? And we're like, oh, we're just, you know, visiting. My friend looks at her. She's like, yeah, when did... It's like changed. A lot of it's like different now, you know? She goes, I'll tell you what happened to Vegas. And we're like, oh God. (laughs) You have given me the best example. I feel so seen. I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened to Vegas. Like Tim Burton film, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Like the light goes off behind her. Harsh spotlight. I'll tell you what happened. Harsh spotlight on her. Raiders Stadium. (laughs) That's all we needed. We're like, Oh, got it. Wow. Because all the weed, all the, you know, she's like, I'll tell you what happened to Vegas, Raiders Stadium. And I'm like, wow, tell me you're racist without telling me you're a racist. I was like, can we get more um, juice? Did you say juice? Juice. 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 Ah! You want juice? No, juice. Please, God, give us juice. You got to say the orange there. God. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I got a good one for you. That always ends with like, oh, no, please no, don't. I know. I know. And that's how I feel when I watch jokes like that. And I'm yeah. Like, Why are we doing what we what they think we're doing? <laughs> Which is not what we're doing. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Like before I went to therapy, I had no idea I was codependent or how to end a relationship in a healthy and productive way or set up boundaries with family and people that I work with. But that's what therapy is all about, deepening your self-awareness and your self-understanding and your understanding of others, to be honest. Because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. I've always said talk therapy is greater than the sum of its parts and it's changed my life. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Because the more you know about yourself, the more easily you can maneuver through life with less suffering and more clarity. Relationships, grief, loss, anxiety, you name it talking about it with a professional helps. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash weirdo today to get 10% off your first month. That's better, H-E-L-P, betterhelp.com slash weirdo. Back to Justin. What are, um, I love that. That's very interesting. 
what are your obsessions? Tell me some of your obsessions. What are the what are the things? What are your like don't get me started things? <laughs> like if if I bring up a topic and the more <laughs> boring or specific the better. But there are a couple things that people I'll I'll give you some of mine if it jumps. What me. what are yours? Cold exposure therapy. Like what fuck, is that? Oh, like don't, dunk tanks? Don't ask oh, sorry. me about it. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I like, hated that like, you that like you a plunge. Yeah, plunging that oh. sort of stuff. But that's the thing that if I'm at a party and Val's next to me and someone brings it up, she looks at me like, "Oh God, <laughs> here we go." <laughs> not not even oh God, but she's just like, "You yeah. just stepped in it." How do I step in it with you? What's the thing that you just can't get enough of? If someone's into it, you're into them. Oh, if if someone's into. Something that I'm into, like, but the thing that you're like, oh, instant. Friends. Wait, you like cold plunges? La- if you liked cold plunging, I would be like, oh, I can't wait to talk about. I'm this gonna have to you. come over and do it. I'm fascinated with it. I've yeah. never done one. Yeah, but I'll do one. I thought you were like, I've had it. That's my myth. Okay, mine is probably. <laughs> what is if someone is into ancient aliens, uh, hot mustard. Uh, tight socks, uh, pajamas, um, Dolly Parton, <laughs> perfect strangers, um, uh, karate, judo, near death experiences, um, horror movies. I think that one is one. Which one? Horror films. Oh, and Dolly Parton and socks. Yeah. Um, no, I think. Um, I think horror films is a good one. You love a good scare. I do. Yeah. 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 And I love like. I don't know. I like witchy stuff. Really? Yeah. I like, I like, uh, um, ever been to Salem? No, I want to. It's on the list. You'd like it. Yeah. I like, I like witchy stuff. I like, I like, you, you know, you mean like Wiccans, like real witches or, yeah. I just feel like, I just like that process of old mysticism, earthy, yeah. Kind of, you know, pagan. Yeah. When like, I say pagan, you know, pagan just means, uh, people that live in the town. Like people that don't live in the city. That's what, you know what else is pagan? Santa Claus. You know what else is pagan? Like it's all pagan is all the most pagan. pagan. No, like, pagan is just ordinary. It it means not from the church. Yeah. Or they're no. like, you know what the shortest day of the year is? Yeah, December twenty first. Yeah. Why? Because of the solstice. You know why? Pagan. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's all pagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like fascinated with like old mysticism and herbs and I was thinking about this recently manifesting and stuff yeah, like that. Okay, yeah. vision border. I'm not a vision boarder, but I am like a deja vu yes. kind of a guy or like or like um noticing little things like oh interesting. I just saw this. I was just thinking about yeah. that kind of stuff. I was thinking about the Chappelle uh, Chappelle Chappelle The Chappelle Special. The Chappelle Special <laughs> on the way down and yeah. then the next car in front of me had a, a sticker that said closer. It wasn't a Chappelle sticker, but that was his last special was the closer. Oh, like, yeah. I was like, count it. <clears throat> I was like, that's weird. And those things happen I love so little often. moments like that. They happen. It's one of my favorite little things. little winks, little cosmic winks. And they happen so much and so often that I've stopped keeping track of them. Yeah. Have you ever gone to a psychic that blew your mind? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's weird because I had a... Um, I have two friends named Patrick and Paul, and they... Um, Paul? Paul, Paul, P-O-L. Um, Paul. But he does um, like coffee ground readings. Oh, like ancient Armenian fun. 
I think it's Armenian. Oh God. Okay, I'm going to um, count that as a synchronicity because every morning I make an espresso, like Turkish and, coffee, and every yeah. morning I look at it, and it's like that, and I look for a face or just for fun. Yeah. And sometimes it's funny. You are. Are we ever seeing anything other than our own projections? That's a big question. But like, I, I see something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that looks like something I was just thinking about. It's fun. Yeah, and it was weird because he he was like, he's like, I see a key here, and I'm like, what? And he's like, you need to hang a key on your tree. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, because that's going to open up so many doors for you in 2024. Just hang this key on a tree. And I'm like, so I go home. A couple days go by. We're getting out the Christmas decorations, everything. And I open up like a box and I have a key ornament <laughs> that you didn't know you had. I was like, oh, yeah, I have this key ornament. Let's put it on the tree. And I was like, what? That's a fancy <clears throat> Took a picture of it. I was like, I have a key on a tree. He's like, I have no idea where that came from. But yeah, key on a tree. Key on a tree. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I had it up there all all December. And so hopefully it'll... <laughs> and then you booked this Open September. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you were canceled. And then I was We're talking for shit Sh- about Chabelle. Gender bendy. God. Oh, yeah. That was that's that why I was I'll never forget that alarm. I remember people called Kurt Cobain gender bendy, and that's that's when I thought that was okay. No, gender bending was like was like Boy George. Yeah, I know, but I mean, uh, Kurt used to wear a Kurt like Oh yeah, he did wear, wear like a dress. A, a, yeah, he did do that. And that was a thing in the nineties. I yeah. had friends that wore dresses and in, in the same sort of alti. Oh now everyone sort of is. Yeah. No, well, going back to our jealousy theory. I'm jealous. Yeah. I wish I was... Um, a Chalamet? Yeah. Like this post-sexuality. Yeah. I wish I was they, them. Right? I would love to be a they, them. Just kind of cruising around? Just whatever. On a hoverboard? I can't do it now. You can't do it now. Like if, if you showed up at the comedy store... I'm dyed in the wool. In full gown. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah. I will support you. Yeah. I will be like... Right. There it is. Yeah. There it is. But still. And that's not your pronoun, it. It's just, it's, there he is. Or there, there, they are. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there they are. <clears throat> like Eddie Izzard. Yeah. 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 But he's, but Eddie's been doing it forever. Yeah. No, I that's can't... what I mean. I, I don't, I feel like the window might have closed. Yeah. Like I went to um, a Christmas party, obviously, this past Christmas, and I was looking around. I'm like, I'm a, dork you're a square <laughs> no dude being like, gay in the 90s was like Whoa. <laughs> and now it's a snooze it's a fucking I know. snooze <clears throat> and i forget who i was talking to but like a lot of the now gays the young gays don't even know that it was and i'm happy oh billy eilish billy eilish billy eilish was yeah. like I just thought everyone knew. And I'm like, wait, is Billie Eilish a, a lesbian? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. She's like, I, I guess I, I guess I came out. I don't, and I'm like, you bitch. I'm like, <laughs> it was a non thing. Just, just like a, I mean, yeah. whoops, a doodle. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm taking a redheaded Mormon girl to prom and <laughs> dressed like the Titanic. And like we had themes and, you know, Oh, this highlighted my hair. No, Billie Eilish. I didn't know she was uh, gay, but like that's a great example. Yeah, of a level of freedom built on the backs of a lot of 
discomfort. And then where does it go from there? I mean, it'll just be... I just feel like nobody gives a shit anymore. So I think that... And what that is now will be considered giving a shit. Like later it'll be like... Even more liberated is what I'm saying. It's like there'll always be a way to to lighten it. Here's something that infuriates me. Hit okay. it. Bathrooms. I hate it. I hate. Bathrooms. Oh, you mean gender assigned bathrooms? Oh, just, just go. Just, just go. make every, just make every toilet individual, like God intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to share. Can I? Tell I don't want to someone's dump next to me. Oh, there's, I, I refuse to poop in public. Refuse. Is there anything better? <clears throat> we did a monologue on my old talk show about the perfect bathroom, and it's, uh, a, it's a one-seater. Yeah. It's got a bolt. I want to see that it's locked, not a twist. You know when twist. it's the twist on the knob? No. I just did this in uh, in Arizona. I had to take a, a poop in the wild. Uh, I'm closing In the wild? It. What in do you the, mean the wild? No, I mean in a public bathroom. But it was a one-seater. And I was like, this is great. And then it was one of those twists on the knob. And then I'm like, I don't trust no one. I don't trust it. So I I lock it, but then I pull it, opens. I lock it. I try it on the side, it's locked, but it doesn't, it's not latching. So you're just taking one of those fucking coyote shits where you're like, any minute. And I'm like, please not during the wipe. I'll take them seeing me pantsless looking at my phone, but not when I'm getting up in there looking at it. I got a way to was go. It? Where was it? What was the location? Coffee shop. Oh. Yeah. Which means was any there a second. code? There was no code. Tempe. Tempe. It was rough. No, I'm with you. Can you unpack this with me? So mm-hmm. I'll go home to Boston. Yeah. Again. You don't nobody's needing you to fix this. Just want your hot take. Sure, sure, sure. And I, I went to coffee with my dad, which was really sweet. I, I was glad I had that idea. <laughs> I know. I'm just Tell me. I'm still thinking of coyote in coyote, the wild. Because yeah, it really is. Just any oh, moment you might any. be. Adam Ray, I always think of Adam Ray because he had that one joke where that does happen, where there's no lock on the bathroom. And you could be the most, you know, I don't alpha, care. Yeah. But the minute someone walks in on you, you're just like, please, please. <laughs> I walked into my father in law. I still think about it. It makes me laugh every time. It's not right. It's our special place. Yeah. Is this, is one of those deadbolt things, it's not even, a, I want to hear a caca. I want to latch, and then I want to, you. it's a double lock. You lock the door, and then you lock the latch. Goes up in its little house. Yeah. I want a zombie proof. I want, I, I don't want a, just a little, like, metal thing popping out, and you just yeah. go, no. Give me. Justin? Give, yeah. <laughs> While we're here, hold me. Uh, don't knock. The door is locked. You know what's happening. You know what's happening? Do you really need me to pinch it yes. mid? No. Because you have to be, huh? Yeah. And certainly don't try the door twice. No. I'm gauging everything. God, there's nothing worse than a public bathroom. In fact, a good public poop uh, policy for me, if I have to do one in an airport, is, is earbuds. Because I'm with you. The whole fucking thing is disgusting. Sick. I... Don't the sink is wet, the floor is wet. There's Airport, pubes. I have to put my bag down in this this stranger's urine. Yep. You know uh, who, who doesn't know how to what is he hold doing? his own penis Were and you celebrating? God. Did, was it New Year's? God, just the splash and spittle. Okay, we're gonna figure this out. Yeah. So I go to coffee with my dad because I was like, I, I I'm always trying to think of things to do, and I was like, let's just do what he does. Hot tip. If anybody's trying to connect with their dad, just ask if you can join him when he's doing the thing he was going to do anyway. Okay. Go to coffee. 
And I was like, I'll come to coffee. Of course, it's 5.30 in the morning. He's, I, I open my eyes. He's by the bed. <laughs> Dark room. I just opened my eyes. It didn't even scare me. That's how boundaryless my parents' house is. I opened my eyes and I wasn't, and when I did your podcast, I told you I'm like a Victorian ninny. <laughs> yes. Like I startle easily. Totally. Did, not when it's my dad. <laughs> I open my eyes. There he is in his work clothes. And I must have smelled, no, I'm not making was fun of Was he crouched him. down, Smelly like oil. just staring at you? Or was it just no, like No, he was just there and he was like, Argh. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And then he left, and I go, Dad? <clears throat> He's like, because I set an alarm. He said, I leave at 6. Uh-huh. So I set an alarm for 5.45, but 5.30 is just by the bed, like the sixth sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We go to coffee. But I got a real, <laughs> and there's no way to say this without sounding a little bit elitist, coastal elitist. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to own it. I'm a fucking coastal elite in this moment. Fucking, I'm saying you're Live your right. truth. I'm living my truth. Yeah. So I got a taste, Coastal Elite Alert, of what kind of like a normal Boston morning. Boston coffee shop and what the conversations were. Was it a Dunkin' Donuts? I said coffee shop. Oh. You know it was. That's my Coastal Elitist. Yeah. Going, was it Dunkin' Donuts? It was, that's kind of your down the nose. Was it pink and <laughs> purple and orange? Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. So we're at Dunkin's mm. and we actually had a nice time. And then a couple of people would come in, and I was really touched that everybody was so happy to see my dad. I was like, "Oh, he's oh, like that's a, fun, he's like a figure, yeah, and, and all different ages and and shapes and sizes and everything." And I was like, "This is great. I love my dad." And we're having this coffee. And at one point, this woman comes in and just immediately jumps into a little bit of a transphobic thing in the morning, right away. God. And I think, in not in her defense, but I think she's like, "Oh, it's his son that's the comedian." He'll like this. Oh, no. So they're uh, talking about how her office now has a, 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 a trans woman that goes in the woman's room. Uh-huh. And, and she, again, I think she's trying to be funny, but she's like, and everybody's freaked out. You go in there and there's a guy, oh. you know? So I'm like, ah. I'm not even pretend laughing. I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm given zero. I'm like. Have you got, have you. Do you have your coffee in front of you yet? Or are you I waiting do. for no, it? I'm drinking it. Okay, good. So I'm there God. for all of this. God, Meaning I can I'm imagine. Alert. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I want to unpack, though, because I've been thinking a lot about it. You, you don't want a transgender woman in the woman's room. And I was like, really, just walk through this with me. The issue is because they're, they're attracted to you. Because I go there are already lesbians going in women's room. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just kind of like, like, let's, let's have the conversation. No, absolutely. Is it because someone is potentially sexually attracted to you? And this, and I go like your diarrhea is mm-hmm. so irresistible. I have irresistible diarrhea. That's why I don't go to public bathrooms. Cause it is like, I just don't want to ruin everybody's life with a new pedestal. Yeah. You'll never hear diarrhea like this. No, 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 no. Everyone's getting involuntary erections. Sorry, everybody. Uh, uh, keep talking. Uh, I'm almost there. I just changed your, <laughs> keep ass talking. Keep that ass talking. So is that the concern that your diarrhea, I, that a trans woman is going to be sexually aroused, but a lesbian would also be sexually aroused. And, and that is not an issue. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, so then is it because it's a, a uh, stronger mm-hmm. woman is that like really like I don't know let's unpack it because I feel like there's gay guys that go into bathrooms as well that's and, what I'm saying you know it's if, the most disgusting if, place in the world if we're all standing up against a urinal and someone's looking over at your dick it's like I'm, there it is yeah yeah go for it or if you go to a concert 
Then there's like drunk girls in the men's bathroom because they want to go into the men's bathroom because there's a line. There's a line, yes. So they're like, I just want to pee real quick. And guys well, that, are like, get out of here, you females. Like, Well, that's interesting yeah. because they're not, <clears throat> right? Yeah. The times that I've been in a men's room and women come in. But then again, see, this is something Val's like, we're, we, I'm not saying it's always true. We're considered and often statistically are larger. So they're not a threat to us physically. So they're like a visitor. Mm -hmm. So then it's almost like, who cares? Welcome to our weird world. You know what I mean? Although I could see a guy like us not wanting to take a dump next to a lady, but that's kind of silly. That seems conditioned. I'm grossed out by everyone. That's what I'm saying. That's what I, I think we should be grossed out by everyone. I don't think it's, I, I think it's just weird. And it makes you an asshole to be like, so this this trans woman is at this woman's office, right? Yeah. So are you saying that she's not feminine enough for you? Right. And how well, that's what transparent really covered because there's that trans woman that is so passable passing. that that would be okay. Yeah. But it's also like if you have like a trans man. Yeah. And I feel like trans men they're taking the testosterone, they've got the facial hair. Yes. They, you know, they're they're more passing, yeah. is that it? Yeah. So it's like if they walk into a men's bathroom, I, I just think it's like if a guy looks at another guy and is like, wait yeah. a minute. Right. You know, I just. I'm not looking at anyone that But it's closely. also if I was a woman in a, in a female, in a, in a women's bathroom, and I, if there is a trans man who's legally a woman coming into that bathroom, that's when I'd be like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. What are you doing? I see the point you're making. Right? So in comes a... In comes the government and the law. Right. And oh, I was like, going to say, in comes a very <coughs> male-presenting, like female... Born a woman. Assigned female. Yeah. Comes in, and to now you're chill with that? Is that what you want? See, that's... Okay, see, now we're cooking. That's what I'm Let saying. People so it's like, Let so people shit. So you pee. want the trans woman to go in the men's room, but that means the trans man is going to come in the women's room. Yeah. So I think this is looking us right in the face. It absolutely in is. In the future. It's stupid. It's all one-seaters. All one-seaters. Which is my paradise. Yeah. I've never liked the ballpark trough. I was... I can't I do it. I was just going I'm a deeply, to say trough. I'm, I'm a deeply <laughs> confident person. Couldn't for a million dollars oh, pee at the trough. An iced trough. An ice trough. And I see dozens. You can't not see the ding-dongs. Oh. And that's fine, but I'm like, how is this a comfortable place for me? Because oh. I get in my head, I'm like, they're all peeing, I'm not peeing, they know I'm not peeing. I'm that guy. Oh, then there's it. the guy, okay. And then there's the um, the corner guy at the trough. Corner trough. Corner trough. That's where you go to the, the kale corner the trough. trough. And you turn, so you're at the corner. I like this guy. That might be me now. Yeah, because I'm can a make corner a little trough urinal guy. Because I'm corner. like, don't look. I don't. You know. I think here's in summation. The bathroom is disgusting. Bathrooms are gross. It's Everything's a, gross now. It's a forgotten. It's like the untouchables. Mm -hmm. It's like don't look at us. Don't think about Just it. Just look. Ugh. And when I go into like a nice <clears throat> hotel bathroom and they have like seven doors that with, shut with the French Venetian, uh, yeah, Venetian wood. 
Venetian wood. Venetian wood. It's a Venetian wood. come down. And, and a turn and click. Luxury. And a fucking, it goes down, and you can tell they're cleaning it. And there's even a little accent in there. Yeah, there's, there's like maybe a, a little jar with sticks of vanilla. Oh, God. Or a poopery, if you're lucky. A thing of poopery? Just, or just something that you just... I have, I have a question oh, for you. Yeah. You go in a public bathroom. Let's say, where are we? Doesn't matter. You're in an office. Mm -hmm. You go in a one-seater. You take a dump. There's a thing of Glade. Mm -hmm. this, is a, this is an insight into your psyche. You've just taken a shit, so you're not clean. You are now unclean. And there's the Glade and there's the sink. Do you Glade and then wash your hands or wash your hands and then Glade? Because that Glade... You know, you're really relying on your brothers and sisters. Yeah. Are they dumping and then glading and then washing? Or are we trusting our brothers and sisters? They wouldn't touch the glade with their shit hands. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I mean? Are you re-shitting your hands by touching that glade? Or do you trust? First of all, respect. I don't even shit in public. Facts. You already said that. I don't. But you just had to. Okay, I just one. had to. You had to. Um, I'm going to tell you, I'm a glade and then wash. I'm not even ashamed glade of it. Glade and wash. I, glade, I didn't even wash. think about that. You got to glade then wash. I don't know what that can's. I don't know if it. I didn't even think of the germs on the can. I don't. When I squirt a lemon into my drink, I'm not soaking that lemon in there. You ever see a bartender drop a lemon on the ground? Do you think he washes it off? <laughs> You're putting the ground in your drink. You just put the ground put the in, ground your in drink. my drink. Everything that's on the ground in my drink. In the drink. You might as well just get that like. That uh, <laughs> where they set the drinks on, like in the well. Yeah, yeah. Those, like, Empty apps, that out. Pour it in. Empty pour it in a glass out. and drink it. Drink that yeah. if you're gonna be filthy. This yeah. is how the plague started. Yeah. Limes and lemons. Limes and lemons on a bar floor. No me gusta. If I dropped a lemon, I wouldn't wash it off. You just chop it up, put it in the drink. <laughs> so they, I go. I want a Pellegrino. Lemon or lime? Do I look like I want to die? Yeah. No. Okay. So never poop in public. Never. Never. No. It just scares me. Too much. Everything we've already covered. Unless it is like a Venetian. single Venetian door. We're and, talking like a four seasons. But I mean, I even felt like um, there was one time where I was like at the airport and I was like, oh, God. it's happening. It's happening. And I went and there was a, um, what is it? A family, family bathroom. Love a family bathroom. And I was just like, there was a lock on there. I was occupied. Like, Not only is there a lock, it turns red and says occupied. Oh, absolutely. I Love stared at the family. changing table. I think this is a modern... <laughs> that, buddy, if I was a congressman trying to say we need a nationwide, only genderless, one-seater bathrooms, I would say, my brothers and sisters, you yeah. know I am right. Watch the trend. In the 80s, the family bathroom was never taken by anybody but a family. And now it is always occupied. Always. Because everyone wants a genderless, private yes. bathroom. There's no... Why does it stop Ugh. before the floor? Who designed this? That fucking guy with the motel that he crawled in the vents and watched people doing it? Did you uh, watch that yeah. doc? He made fucking the bathroom system. God, what a nightmare. Like, it's... Ugh. That guy looked like he did that, too. 
the, the, in the in the vents and like watched uh, there was, was a mo- documentary. Do you know this? There was a doc. There was yeah. A, there was a motel. It was the motel, and he, he built. Mm-hmm. And it, my favorite part is, or <clears throat> it's weird to say, favorite favorite part. <laughs> mm, the most striking part was that his wife knew he was a looky loo. Oh yeah, and like supported his dream God. of having a motel that he designed. Like Norman Bates style. Totally. With vents that he could crawl up in and just watch people doing it. God, that was, oh God, no. I know. But I, I know. feel like. Back to the bathrooms. B to the B. What was I going to say? It was something along oh, the lines. Oh, you went into the family bathroom. Yeah. And you made you it should happen. have individual stalls. Because there's nothing more gross than the public. Agreed. I don't want to hear. Uh, you know okay like, look we're gonna move on from this topic sure. but just to yes and you okay i'm thinking of the audience so everybody worried that we're gonna talk about this we're not we're almost done <laughs> farting at urinals there should be a fine i don't need it just because you're in the gross room doesn't mean you can do everything gross i don't know you i don't know, I don't know, you. know your name we're so close it's like we're in line at a yogurt shop yeah why is that happening yeah why is no one just fart? Maybe they are. I think they are. I think people are trash. I honestly yeah, like- people are letting them rip. On airplanes? Bare, I was just going to say the barefoot guy, like flipping the movie thing with his toes. I've seen that. Oh. I've seen the guy pushing the screen. It was a <clears throat> socked foot, but still. Get the fuck out like of here. Like putting your foot on the, on the, like in front of you, like- People don't know. Biting your toenails. My mom would shave her calluses in my car. She'd take her shoes off and just- What? And I'm like- this is before I knew how to use my big boy voice. So I just allow it to happen. It looks like a fucking snow globe back there. <laughs> I'm what sorry. Is this is like it... Olive Garden Parmesan? <laughs> like, what is this? Just tell me when to stop. Keep going, Mom. Tell me when to stop. Uh, it's just a plate of cheese now, Mom. Just tell me you when. You just made it a bit. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sick. You ever see a ghost? Yeah. Knew it. <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Have you? Because you're the most fun to see a ghost. I would love to have seen you see a ghost. I mean, I've seen, I saw one when I was a kid. What was that? That was like, um, so I was probably like in second grade and I was asleep and I remember waking up and my hallway was like all lit up. Like my, my bedroom door was open and the hallway lit up like a blue light. And I remember this woman, and I had my eyes closed because I, I think I had like lost a tooth. So I was waiting for the tooth fairy to come. Okay, so if you write this in your book, the first line of the story is, I think I had lost a tooth. I think I lost a tooth. Yeah. The lights in the hallway were on. Lit up. But like not on. Not like... It was oh, like... It wasn't a, electricity. No. It just It was like a blue light. And this woman came in, and she was wearing a pink dress. Came into your room? Yeah. And it sounds weird because it is Tooth Fairy Adjacent, which could be the chapter title, (laughs) Tooth Fairy Adjacent. Because it sounds like, oh, you were just like, you saw the Tooth Fairy. And I'm like, no. (laughs) No. But my eyes were closed like this because I didn't want to get in trouble. I didn't want the Tooth Fairy to see me. So this woman comes over towards the front of my bed, and I remember being scared, and I closed my eyes really, really tight. And then I gave it some time and I opened my eyes and she was gone and it was dark again in my bedroom. And then the second one was at the. 
that guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I remember that, like, to this day. No, I, I believe it. I'm just going to ask uh, at least one follow-up. Is there a chance that your delightful mom wanted to give you the thrill of your life? No. No. My mom wasn't dressing up like the fucking Tooth Fairy. No. Light. I mean, that's... That's a lot of effort. That's dedication. And were how, were you asleep or you were almost asleep? I was asleep and I remember waking up and, and I woke up and that's when the light like slowly came on really full bright blue. Yeah. And the, the second one was at the comedy store. So that one was pretty cool too. Well, let's not talk about that at all. Have you? Yeah. No, I do. Oh, yeah? I want to. I haven't ever seen it. The comedy store is haunted? Oh, yeah. Did you not know that? You mean with bad comics? No. <laughs> Honey, depending on the night. Depending on the night. I'm just kidding, everybody. Um, I love the story. I just oh yeah, I mean riffing like bits, just riffing bits. So much. Who's I've, the mob and all that stuff was affiliated well, with the store. I remember store. being at the store and and Moshe took me the first time I was there. He was like, "There's a staircase, and you turn around and there's a little window, like the hole where the yeah, gun went. The hole where yeah. the gun, the yeah. gun window. Mm -hmm. So they were like, they would walk people up here to whack them." And it is a perfect place to whack somebody. And then they'd open the door and push him out of the door because the door led to like the parking lot. So that's real? So yeah, they'd be like, oh, walk up here. And they'd be like, all right, let's go. And they'd open the door and then they'd shove him out and like break their legs and like kill him. Oh, yeah. no. So why was the mob <clears throat> at the comedy store? Before it was the comedy store? Because it was successful. Store? Or it was the comedy store? It was store? Ciro's. Yeah, it was the restaurant. But it was also a comedy club? No, the comedy oh, club okay. came at like the, the late, like 73, 74. But it was a like mob that. restaurant. Yeah. Okay, so tell me who you saw. So apparently I saw Gus, who was a bouncer uh, at Ciro's. I, I go there several times a month. <laughs> you don't ever get a weird vibe from that place? Well, yeah, I just yeah. assumed it was stand-up comedy. Well, I mean, it's just, it's, it's heavy. The air is heavy. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like you walk in and you're like, Ugh. it's a weird, funky, but I, I've leaned into it being like, it's like a fun house. See, yeah. It's like kind of like, and that's what Moshe told me. He was like, you got to like embrace the black walls yeah. and the little Coke piano and yeah. the plastic chairs. I looked up at the ceiling recently. It was like a dream. It looks like Alien. It looks like Ridley Scott's Alien. It's like the ceilings are coated in like black garbage bag where, material. Where, where? In the green room. Of the main room? Of the main room. Look up next time. I will. I don't they, think the, I've the walls don't meet like that. They're like, it looks like the alien is. There. Oh, I'll look at that. No, yeah, but like I remember leaving. I was in the green room of the main room, and it was That's like late at night. Him? No, it wasn't like there. But I, I was leaving the stage. It was. This was like 2011, 12, 13, maybe. Okay, it was late at night. I used to hang out all night, like. Ugh. Well, those were some times. But anyways, I'm leaving, and I'm walking off the stage, going towards that doorway that goes into the main room from the hallway. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm walking out that way, and I look over, and there's a guy. Wait, the, the, the hallway with the pictures? Yeah. Okay. So that entrance into the main room. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the belly room's to your right. The yeah. kitchen's to your right. You're yeah. walking down towards the main so room. So if you're walking out of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Yes. The original room yes. to your left. Yeah. You're walking towards down the Down the hallway, belly room's up the stairs, then you go into the main room. Yeah. So leaving from the green room down the stage out into that hallway, right? So I'm walking and I look over and there's this guy. There's nobody here. The club's like pretty much closed for the night. It's like two in the morning. And um, 
I look over and there's just this man sitting in one of the chairs by the door. And I look over and he has a gray bowler hat on and he has a gray trench coat on and he has no face. Like it was just black. Stop your fucking... I'm telling you. <laughs> Stop and it's everything. like and and like shut and like a smoke shut up. a light smoke is coming from you shut up i swear there's a light dick tracy villain smoke coming up from and, his he was, collar. and it was all gray with no face and i look over and i go nope and i ran down the hallway and jeff scott the piano player was there at the time and i was like i think i saw a ghost i think i saw a ghost and he's like well, what did he look like and i'm like he was and i told him and he was like oh yeah that's gus he was the security guard here at ciro's and i'm like Without a beat. And I was like, oh, oh, of course it was. Yeah. Did you go back to that spot? Send the guy that's not scared. I know. I, I, it, it was definitely go like. Go see if fucking no face is here. Like if maybe, maybe it was just a yeah. regular no face. Guy. No, there was nobody there. I can't. It was cool. And he didn't look translucent. He just looked like a person. What do you mean by translucent? Could you see through them? <laughs> Just translucent. <laughs> Chappelle has all these new translucent jokes. Like, why won't he leave the ghost community alone? Leave them alone. They're... Haven't they done enough? Yes. Um, no, he wasn't translucent. Well, I don't know. It was. It, I see what you're saying. It wasn't like I could see through him, but it was just very faint. Yeah. <clears throat> In the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had chair. Just working security. Have you seen the Unsolved Mysteries about the comedy store? The old episode? You shut the fuck up. It's when really you talk fun to me. There's an Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Unsolved about the Mysteries. Store. Robert Stack goes to the comedy store. It's on YouTube. And some of that is just kind of like, really? Because it'll be like, you know, oh, I worked at the store from like 1970 something to 70 whatever. And then I, you know, I put we had tablecloths and ashtrays that we used to put on the tables, and then we turn her back and we turn around and they were all folded again with the ashtrays stacked and the chairs stacked. And I'm like, really? Like, it's hard to know when the cameras show up. I know, I know. Once Robert Stack is there, you're like, oh, maybe Stack. it wasn't just an, an ashtray fell; it's they were stacked. They were Robert Stacked. <laughs> It's like being on cops. Even the crazy people act a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And the cops act more like cops, obviously, because the cameras are. Cameras, Florida. That's a great one. Oh, yeah. It helped us know Florida. Yeah. Really does. Cops is so Florida, when I I watch it, it gets humid. (laughs) (laughs) Could that just be sweating? Okay. Anything on the meaning of life that we're almost almost done uh, meaning? You can you can spend all your energy here, and then we're just going to go back into this amorphous in between feeling of the first week of January. <sighs> On the meaning of life, well, you were raised religious. Yeah. Anything carry over? Do you no. have any worldview, including atheism? That would be a worldview. Do you think? Well, we just talked about seeing a ghost. Uh-huh. So your grandparents passed. Do you feel them? Do you have any relationship to them? Do you think they're just zeros or completely gone? No, I've, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a spiritual person, and I hate when people say that because I just feel like it's very I, vague. I have to say that too. I I'm go just spiritual. I mean, I get, I feel like there is purpose and all this other stuff. I just, I hate when people weaponize religion. Sure. Um, I'm just kidding. I mean, it's it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. I don't why. understand how one religion's better than the other, and we can attack this other group for being different or whatever it's just it's so it's exhausting yeah and i just hate it i hate 
uh, charlatans yeah. who c- call themselves religious and yeah. are not. Yeah. Um, but what it, how does it take its shape? Are you, have you had religious experiences? Mm. It's just a feeling. How do you pursue this feeling? What what does it mean when you say you're spiritual? I mean, I just feel like there's kind of like along, you know, along the lines of like a, a deja vu. I feel like we're all kind of here for a reason. I definitely believe when somebody is gone, that doesn't necessarily mean they're gone. Like you a know, smoke face nightclub, like guy. a smoke face nightclub bouncer, or you know, even just thinking about something and looking over and just seeing like a hummingbird or something. You're just like, Oh, that's nice. Like seeing little things around. Like I, I just feel like everything has a purpose. So if we all just kind left. of step away from our, our gross public self. toilet yeah. selves. Yes. And our self seeking. Just yeah. like all I've been getting off. I, so I'm at that coffee shop in Tempe where, yeah. where I took a dump. And I, you ever been in a bright, it's a bright day. You go in a shop and there's people on the outside and they can't see in the shop because the sun's too bright and they put their, their dumb faces. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you can see them, but uh-huh. they can't see you. And they're like, what's in here? And I was like, why is that so annoying? And I was like, cause that's what we're all doing. Yeah. No matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, to some extent, you're just going, is there anything in there for me? Mm-hmm. Can I eat something or fuck something? Yeah. Is there something comfortable? exciting interesting something for me and if you can put away something for me and look at i guess you could say look at the big picture that that can be very not that not just can be that is very peace inducing just like getting over yourself Uh, i wish we could get over ourselves trying did you see the video of france uh uh for new year's no it's kind of going around right now um everyone's outside of the champs Elysees, the you know the the big statue and and Paris and everyone 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 is on their phone wow. everyone is on their phone they're doing the countdown and it's just blue screens all the way to the front of the the Champs-Élysées it's just like no one is there no one is there no one's present no one's so great if no all- one's kissing no one's oh. like we did it everyone it's just blue screens wow counting it's insane I wish it Larry David was there so we could just zoom in boom 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 yeah because huh? jeff it, jeff garland uh, was like go to new year's you can kiss a stranger <laughs> you'll kiss somebody go to the chalice <laughs> he's like you think i go to the you kiss on new year's it doesn't mean anything no one gave it's a, a new shit. year that second isn't this year it's not last year it's mm-hmm. a no second mm-hmm. it's a time of second now it's jerry god it's so good but he goes and everyone's on their phone yeah <laughs> everyone's on their phone <laughs> boom boom That's how I feel. That's yeah. going to become our lives. That's our crust. If, if that sound can go with anything, what does that say about us? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he know? was so right that that sound <laughs> is modern life. Someone falling, someone like getting robbed. <laughs> bum, Some- bum, bum. <laughs> it's so good. I wonder... When we're dying, if we'll be like, (laughs) the credits roll, and you're like, no, 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 the funniest death. That would be a great thing if we heard that, 
And when you hear that sound, That's that means you know. you're, the episode's over. You're on your way out. <laughs> you're just having a good day. <laughs> executive producer Larry David. Why is that in front of me? Oh, I'm dying. Oh, that's what it is. And Jeff. But wait, Garland we're at a restaurant. In. Bum bum bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jeff Garland coming. You're choking. He's choked. Does no one know the Heimlich? Uh, God, that would be great. I could see them doing a curb on the Heimlich maneuver. Heimlich, he's a guy. Final season. They name him after his whole legacy is how to save people when they're choking. You know how he died? He choked. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a delight. The final question yes. for you, J Mart, is. Oh, that's what my friends call me. I knew J-Mart. it. J Mart. I knew it. Good friends call me that. When I was driving down, I was like, I bet <clears throat> J Mart is like. Yeah. The long friends. It's the long friend. Those long the, friend. my long friends call me that. Well, you're a friendly, so you're Jay. Absolutely. Thank you for doing this. Sure. The last one is Yes. Can you tell me a time in your life when you laughed really, 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 really hard? Here's the take the pressure <sighs> off. It doesn't have to be a good story. Uh-huh. Just how old are you? Where are you? Maybe what happened. Here are the prompts. Did someone fall? Did someone fart? Uh, were you in church? Were you at a wedding, a eulogy, some situation where you're not supposed to laugh? Were you at a tour of a library? Was it the first day of school? Yeah. Did your friend put a Cheeto up his nose? Did you fall? Did you fart? Did like just God. tears going down your face? And to make it even easier, it can just be recently, like something that your partner did, something that happened over the holidays, something your weird dog that we never got to did. Oh, well, I mean. It is recently, recently was uh, over the weekend. We were laughing so hard because um, we do have this dog. <laughs> we, got, we finally got to we it. We got to the dog. Um, and I'm a little on edge because this is the first time that both of us have been gone. So we're like, oh God, is she barking at everything? Is she like, you know what I mean? Oh, so, you don't know. But we've got that thing that just shits out like, Puppy treats, treats yeah. Oh, okay. So we're and it's a camera, and I feel like an asshole because I'm like, now I'm that person. Treat, but what a gift! Yeah, it's real fun. But anyways, um, what kind of dog? It is a King Charles Cavalier, and she is just the sweetest King little Charles. Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, go ahead. She's she's my screensaver now. Need. I mean, just that's beautiful. The sweetest little thing. That's her. There, yeah. And you're Frida. On a group text from Evan Cobb. That's my boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Is that yeah. public info? And Evan Cobb, he's like, okay. <laughs> oh no. But we went over to our friend Krista's house for uh, New Year's and Christy she has it. a King Charles yep. and it's 11. It's like a little older guy. And she has this other dog named Luna who is just this like terrier terror. Just, just you know what I mean? It's just very like, uh, what's the word? Just con- not controlling. It's um, like, this is her space. Domineering. Domineering. Yeah. Very dominant. The other one's just like, you know, real sweet. And then my dog is just one year old and just like a new puppy. And so real sweet. And we were laughing because the King Charles is like, you know, royalty. So it's like this. We we kept like a Victorian ninny very much. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh, gracious. Because the other dog's yipping and yapping at everything. And our dog's just like, you did say. You know, <laughs> and we on. were calling Luna the other dog French, like she was just very like, oh, uh, like just very like aggressive and yelling. And our dog is just like, please don't bother me right now. Perfect. But 
the other dog was just staring at our dog just the whole time. And we were just laughing so hard because we were like, we just stopped calling the other dog Luna. We were calling it. We were like, look at France. (laughs) France is over there just like, perfect. Just scouring. And we were laughing so hard. So that was a uh, that was the last You're time have I so many. Dogs I know are great for laughs. God, I mean, just that they they are like your little kids. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I never thought that I was like like I I was text I called my boyfriend on the way over here and I was just like oh God we left her he's like it feels weird right and I'm like yeah it feels like oh I feel awful yeah and I'm like wow I'm that guy now to be like well I left my child at home unattended. You're reminding me <clears> of <throat> when I first got Brody we were crossing uh, this Vermont just over there and. I didn't know much about dog ownership, but he was a real nervous. He's a rescue, so whatever we rescued him from was still sort of bothering him. And I took him on a real nervous walk, and he used to shit like 13 times per walk. And I was like, God damn, how many bags do you need? Yeah. And then I'm like walking him home. He's walking weird. I think it's because he's nervous. He's already shit about 12 times. I'm like, let's cross the street. Come on, let's go. He's being real skittish, but I'm being sweet walking with him. And every time I cross Vermont, I think about this. He just took like seven or eight logs on the crosswalk. Yeah, like a coyote in the wild. Like a coyote in the wild. He doesn't have our problem. He's like, if it's here, it's here. Could you imagine? And then cars drove by just activating every log, just running it flat, releasing every every feature that they have. Wait, wait, the cars were running over? Well, did you run out of bags? Because he was... I couldn't pick them up because there were so because many. The light was changing. Oh, and oh, so oh, he's just it. leaving a trail of breadcrumbs like he wants us to find got our it. way back. Yes, yes, yes. And then I get over and I just stand. I get the bag, but tra- it's too late. Traffic is now coming and it's like fucking New Breaking Year's down. poppers. Yeah. And it was humiliating. Yeah. And that's the kind of fun you have in store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I can't wait. I know. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, am I going to be in trouble when I get home? Is Are my shoes going to be ripped up? Because there's not been no that, accidents not in the that house. Not that gentleman. Not that gentleman. Watch out for the Christmas tree, too, because they'll pee on that. They Why wouldn't they? I know. That's on us. I know. We brought their toilet inside. On Christmas, a new dog is like, thank you. Yeah. Finally. it's the it, She's the sweetest dog. So I, I love her to death. But it is like, oh, now holidays are over. Yeah. The holiday is over. Now it's just your dog. Now it's my dog. You're going to love it. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Thank you. Well, thank you, Justin Martindale. Will you email me a clip of your stand-up that we can play up top? Just oh, to kind of intro? Yeah. You? Yeah. It can I'll be anything. Some. It can be anything. Okay. It doesn't have to be new or just something that's on YouTube that's short. Okay. Get it to me and give it to Katie. Absolutely. And thank you so much. Would thank you say you. keep it crispy? It's how we end. Where? It says it right there. Oh. <laughs> That's your Looking line. into a camera. I like your line. Keep it crispy. There it is. Wait, I want to look into it. Keep it crispy. Happy New Year. You picked the two shot. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.